Hey, welcome back. <laughs> Today we have Michelle again. Hey, Michelle. Hey, Raul. How are you? Why were you being so fake when you say it like that? I was saying it like you were saying it. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, <clears throat> what was the question you asked me before he did that stupid introduction? Yeah, that was lame. Mm. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Um, what, what kind of party were you at last night? Which one? Yeah, I was at two events last night. Oh, I don't know. Social butterflies. Over I here. went to a go um, go dancers. Oh, okay. Well, before that, I went to Zoo Roar and Pour at the zoo. So they do like usually it's like wine tasting. Uh huh. But this year they did like a whiskey trail thing, so it was all like Tennessee whiskeys. And then we went to this pride party that our friend put on at um, this venue that she bought. I guess her and her dad bought this venue. And so they had like go go dancers and like they also are part of the pony strip club here in mm-hmm. town. And like in the VIP section, they had some girls dancing on the pole, like pole dancers, or whatever. They weren't getting naked or anything; they were just dancing in their bikinis. But it was interesting. It was fun, and it, it yeah. was totally different than what I expected. I thought it was going to we're walking to like a warehouse. Remember when Nick threw that party at that warehouse, that Halloween party, that one year. I think y'all all dressed up like angels or something. No, maybe Harlem Globetrotters. May okay, maybe you were part of that, but I thought some of the other girls did like, like Victoria's Secret angels or something. Like, didn't Abby and them dress up like angels that year? I think so. And like Brandon Powers and all those guys dressed as Chads. Remember? Yeah, and there was a big fight yeah. that year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever that year. So that's how I thought the thing was going to be. But this is like legit. Like you walk in, there's actual bars and stage and lights and. All kinds of stuff. What was that venue that that party was at? That was just some random. Um, you talking about Nick's thing? Mm-hmm. That was just some random warehouse he found. Mm. I was a. Um, I went as a racer chaser. Mm. What's a racer chaser? A chicky that send a motocross dudes. Oh, okay, okay. I wore I wore Jason Perry's motorcycle, <laughs> like his motocross boots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like a motocross jersey, and I had like little dirt bikes tied onto my belt. Is that a thing? Girls are really into that. Like they find that hot. Mm -hmm. Did you? Were you one of those guys or girls? I'm sorry. Racer chaser. Period of time, not for any of. I mean, I was not for any of the guys that we knew. So you like professional guys more? So. Yeah, like the guys who make all the money. Mm, Right. So you're a typical woman. What have you been doing Rebecca, today? Rebecca, Rebecca always used to say, I can do I can do uh, bad financially on my own. Why would I do bad financially with a partner? Uh, true. <laughs> it's one way to look at it. Like I said earlier today, pussy is currency, so you might as well make money off it. Right? Well, you, who'd you say that to? Hanine. We did a podcast with her earlier. Mm-hmm. I got to release one because we didn't release one on Friday. Yeah, you didn't. Well. Why not? You shouldn't do one last week. Somebody, somebody was being a diva, you know, and it's not me. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> my deductive reasoning. God, man. were you not in the mood, bro? Um, he acted like he was so tired. Will you stop clearing your throat like right into the microphone? He acted like he was so fucking tired by the time I was getting done with work. Because on Thursdays I have to do deployments of software, so sometimes it takes me a little bit longer. I generally get off at eight our time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's fine i'll cut it out and then uh 
he uh he's like Oh, what the fuck? What's going on? What are we gonna record or some bullshit like it that? It was already nine thirty, and you were gonna excuse me, and Grandpa. I knew we were gonna record for at least you know at least an hour at least. You know? Yeah, this is a but one like, time shot like, that he has to act like a little bitch about. But like you know, and I had to wake up early the next day to go to work. It was one time I asked you to do something, one fucking time. How many times? Anyways. That's why we didn't release one. So I'm going to release one after I started editing it. But once we get off this one, I'll finish it and I'll upload it tonight. And then I'll like, release this one on Friday. This coming Friday. Like normal? Yeah. We'll be back. And then do you want to record one tomorrow? Just us? That way we can have one just in the bank? Well, I thought Shannon wanted to do one. Shout out Shannon. Give me a text her. See if she wants to come by. Not. We'll figure it out. Okay. But yeah, that's why that wasn't. Huh? What was the cricket button? Oh, that's the thing on this Rodecaster Pro. It's one of the button pre-programmed sound effects things. What other pre-programmed sounds do you have? There's like a laugh track. There's a rim shot one, like, you know. There's one that goes, there's wah, a, wah, Yeah, wah. then there's an applause. You can program your own ones, too. Like, if we ever do, like, ads, I can put the ads in here. Or, like, like if we okay. get some um, startup music or ending music, you can put it in there, too. Well, do you? How do you do that? Do you have to use a computer and then it's you upload through, it? It's through the program. So like, once you get the sound file, you you just put it on the computer and then it uploads it to here. Oh, and then you can. And how many how many banks is there? Like a bunch? You can. I think there's like twenty four or something. Oh, okay. So these are just buttons, but then you can have like page two of this button, page three. I got yeah. you. That's pretty cool. Nerd shit, big time. Uh, we did buy. Uh, well, <laughs> I. I, myself, me, mine, uh, bought some GoPros today. How many did yeah. you buy? Three. Okay. I'm we need one from sure. the sides, one each on the sides, and then one on the back for the wide, wide view. <laughs> Duh. Why didn't you get them set up? We don't yeah. have them yet. You just got them today. Ordered oh, you today. ordered them. Yeah. yeah. I don't go to Best Buy and shit like that. Well, I mean, I would like to go Best I haven't been to Best Buy in a while. I actually love going to Best Buy. Just seeing all the different shit that I'm not going to buy, you know? They have the Geek Squad. Yeah. That's where our nerd friend over here got all his start from. This is true. Now he's making the big bucks. Oh, you worked it for Geek Squad? It was before it was a Geek Squad, but yeah, I used to work at Best Buy. I worked at Best Buy selling TVs, and I I did not like it because I didn't want to pressure people to buy that too. It's service plan. That's how they make the money, right? Yeah. But you don't get any money off. You don't get a commission off it. So the company gets all of it. Yeah. And I think I was like making like seven dollars an hour, you know. That was a lot of money to us though. Then. Well, yeah, but and then they were like, basically, like, if you don't do this, we're gonna let you go. Like, do you want to go and work in the AV department, like cleaning? This is how old this was, like VCR tapes and or VCRs and stuff like that. And I'm like, I don't know how to do that, but okay. So I go up there, I do that for a little bit, and then they're like, "Hey, we're gonna join the the AV and the PC team together." And so once they did that, it would force me to learn computers. So this lady, her name was Sharon, I think, would teach me like what she knew how to do. Teach you how to Dougie? Yeah. And so I learned how to work on computers. And then after that, I just kept getting jobs. And then now I'm where I'm at now. Making the big bucks. Started from the bottom now. I'm here. Look at yeah. us. Okay. I can't wait till my boo gets promoted again. Then we'll be making some real good money. <laughs> when are you going to start making... Why don't you go into your trust fund and pull us some cash out? 
Ooh. Daddy Warbucks. Look at him. (laughs) (sighs) What does that mean? He definitely has a trust fund. He's a trust fund baby. Michelle, I work for my money, baby. Okay, we talked about this earlier today, but he he's got he's set up. So uh, what you were talking about, cash? Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Hey, what's up, baby? This is a trap. Uh, (laughs) You're a trust fund kid? Not like millions and millions, but there's like one or two probably waiting for me. When your parents kick the bucket? Yeah, but I don't man, I I'd rather just let them live forever than ever get that money when they die, you know? Well, they will live forever because of, of all the money waiting for you. Yeah, I'll <laughs> I'll probably die before my mom and dad. <laughs> well, that's a horrible way to think. Yeah. What did you do today? Did you do hot girl shit again? Or oh, was that tonight? Hot girl shit. No, I um I did a spin class. Um I didn't go to yoga today. I'm going tomorrow. Did you do I, a I spin class apartment. in person or at your house? At my house. I bought oh, a spin okay. bike over the pandemic. Oh, that's right. You were waiting for it to get delivered forever, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that now. Yeah. Do you use it a lot? I do, yeah, because I, um, I do uh, the some of the uh, instructors that used to work at the spin studio that closed, mm-hmm. they started their own online platform and... Um, they're actually about to, they're going to be opening up a, a new studio soon. They just like ordered a whole bunch of bikes. So nice. Good How long do you ride for? It's a 45 minute class. Mm. That's, have, that's not, it's not an easy workout. Mm-hmm. Did, you, did you see like the no, power? Your ass, your ass is out of the seat most yeah. of the time. I saw that. They do a lot of up and down stuff. Yeah. Up and down and like, you know, presses and pulses on the handlebars. Um, we also, there's a, they do weights during the class too. So I don't know if you remember one time you were like advertising a job and I, I had a friend of mine that I told her to hit you up cause she was looking for work. Her name was Wednesday. Yeah. And she, that's what she ended up doing. Like she, now she works for like St. Jude teaching spin class like, oh, to the people nice. that work in the facility, but she started nice. out just like doing it for fitness and then she loved it and then made a career out of it now. Nice. What were you saying, Raul? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, no, the Peloton bike. Um, oh, yeah. That's like the cream of the crop, right? That's I not mean, really a spin bike, though, is it? Yeah, it is. The Peloton? Yeah, well, I thought it was more yeah. just like a stationary bike. I thought it was a spin bike. They do spin. Well, There's they spin structures on a there. Sta- a stationary bike is a spin bike. Yeah, but it's a little bit different, right? Is it not? No, I Because you like, got to clamp into them and... Well, I clamp into mine. And they have resistance on them. That's one thing about the, the um, what is it called? Spin, the, the resistance. I don't know if the well, regular bike has that. No, I'm saying what you do has a spin bike, but I don't know if Peloton. I've never ridden a Peloton, so I don't know. Well, Peloton, if you do their classes, the um, resistance, adju- I think, I think the resistance adjusts based on like that, whatever class you're doing, it's all automatic. Oh, oh so you cool. don't have to actually turn something. You don't, yeah, you don't have to adjust anything. Well, I oh, saw that okay. their program, like that online pro, you know, you do the classes, like the live things and stuff like that. I heard mm-hmm. it's like $50 or it's like, I, I, I know it's a lot of money a month. Like a gym membership. Yeah. No, it's like, yeah, well, it's like 75 bucks a month or something like that. Well, you can also, I have a coworker that has just like a regular spin bike that she got off Amazon, mm-hmm. 
but she has a subscription to the Peloton app, so she can do the classes. She just has to adjust her bike. It's not oh, like, okay. It's not integrated with the Peloton bike. I got mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a buddy of ours, he got one of those Pelotons, and he said it was one of the best things that he ever did as far as his fitness because he lost a shit ton of weight just riding it at his house. Yeah. And his job paid for it as a gym membership. Oh, I wish. See, my insurance does that, but they only do it through certain. Like it has to be like a twenty-four hour fitness or something. Mm. They won't give you. They won't reimburse you for just like local studios. Because I saw that the Peloton did get in a little heat because I guess some kids were dying off the treadmills. Yeah, and they had to recall this the treadmill. But it's just like I don't know. Dying? How? I guess the kids were going underneath the treadmill. Well, oh, was, like small babies. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And it, it killed like a That's couple. That's bad of kids parenting. But then, like, um, <laughs> they sent it. They did a software update on it, so where now the thing locks or something like that. Uh, mm. uh, so that you can either you can either ship it back and get all your money back, like one or, even the shipping and all that stuff, mm. or um, or you can just keep it and just download the update. The update fixes the issues that were that caused those problems. Hmm. But they lost like fifty million dollars or something like that because of all this. Yeah, I don't know. And that's a chump changed. What happened there? Supercomputer probably died again. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh Michelle, rookie. I forget now. We're talking about Peloton and gym memberships being covered on insurance. Um, I don't remember. Um, you got any plans tonight? No. What are you gonna do? Is stuff open back up? Yeah, things have opened back up. Um, still kind of. I think there's still some kind of capacity for like restaurants and bars and stuff. Still masks. Um, they said that bars can um allow patrons or restaurants can allow patrons to stay maskless while they're inside as long as they can um, prove the person's been vaccinated. So I know that some places are like having people show their COVID card and then giving them a wristband that says that they're vaccinated. So they don't need to wear a mask, which seems like just a lot of policing, which can't be fun for the people that work there. Um. What is going on with the Fauci thing? I haven't really looked into it. The emails? Yeah. I haven't heard about it. Supposedly they're saying that he knew or somebody from the Wuhan lab contacted him and told him what was going on. And then he kind of like downplayed it. And then people are saying that like he, you know, kind of wanted this to keep going on. I don't know. I mean, I, I just saw like a couple of the headlines and it looks like they also said, I did see this where they like random people would like, like a lot of people would email him like during when this first started happening or whatever. And he would pretty much reply to everybody. So like if you email him or you or me myself or whatever, he probably would have replied to one, the three of us or something like just random shit. People would email him, but so I, they, they think he, what do you mean? They think that he, well, we know that the government knew about it way before. But they're saying that, from what I recall reading, they're saying that he, I guess, didn't really follow up on, 
Because you know that there was a whole thing that it, it escaped from a lab, and then they were like, no, it came from an animal and all this sort of mm-hmm. stuff. And now they're kind of going toward they think it came from a lab. Mm-hmm. And also how, like, he was telling everybody not to wear a mask at one time. But I think it's one of those things where it's like an audible. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you're just going by what's thrown at you. You don't know all the details right away. Right. And I saw, like, there's a lot of, like, conspiracy shit because like i saw some i tried to make sure if it was true or not but i saw somebody post them on their story and then they were like you know when uh they told people to take this vaccine for hiv and it was like thirty-three thousand gay people died and then they had a picture of fauci mm. so now they're trying to tie him with like hiv and it's just like come on now man you're like making him seem like he's just like this bad character but well, i mean i don't I, I wouldn't be surprised if he was a villain, but I don't know that for certain because I haven't looked into it enough. I know. But like when he said, don't wear any masks, I think that was because he was fearful that hospitals were going to run out of masks mm-hmm. instead of just saying like, use a mask, but make your own or use a bandana. Don't use, you know, hospital face masks because we need those for our facilities. Yeah. That's what I he should have led with. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's one of those things where, like, if you're in, it's always easier hindsight, you know, 2020. Right. Yeah. Well, and I think, too, I mean, like, as far as the lab leak thing, I mean, scientists do, they do perform gain of function research. So it's like they develop diseases in labs to see how they progress and how can we treat them. Like, that's a part of what science is. My brother does that for St. Jude. Yeah, because I know that they said, like, there were a couple of people that got sick weeks before, I guess, that it, it you know, Became the outbreak COVID, hit. Yeah. yeah. And so, I don't know. Remember, uh, Kelly said she probably had, she thought she had it when she got really sick last mo- February or something like that. Remember she was telling us? Yeah. She's like, I think I probably had it before we knew what it mm-hmm. was. Well, I remember when I went to LA, I got really sick. Like, that was like in November of 2019. And I was like sick for like two or three weeks. But I don't think it was. I, I don't remember being like achy and losing taste and smell. So maybe it was just like a bad viral thing I had or whatever. Yeah, but you also may have just had different reactions. Yeah. You know, different symptoms. Because uh, uh, during the actual pandemic, I haven't, you know, experienced what, you know, other people have experienced. We, but I also did up my vitamin D after my buddy told me about that, though, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. We had a big company, like our normal, like post holiday party, um, in like early March, and that was when like word was starting to go around about it, but nobody thought it was a big deal. Mm-hmm. And we had a lot of employees get sick after that party. Not we right. had a we had a super spreader event before. Was it a Trump even, party? Before anybody used that name, super spreader event. No, there was no. We're in Portland. <laughs> We're as liberal as they get here. Dude, I got harassed by a crazy homeless man yesterday. What did he do? He went full retard on me. (laughs) Damn. What happened? I was going into my provider office and I could hear somebody yelling when I got out of my car. And that's pretty normal, like a crazy homeless person yelling, talking to themselves. And I'm walking across the street and I'm like right in front of the clinic and he comes running like charging at me across the street he has a shower cap on and a tennis racket in his hand and 
I didn't like I saw him come in my direction, but I was like not thinking he was going to come towards me because it's I mean, I'm used to it. It's Portland. Mm-hmm. Um, and he comes running up to me and he's like, you fucking bitch. And I like wow. put my arms up and put my foot up and I was like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? And then he's gets behind me and he's chasing me like into because I'm like running to the clinic door. And I just knew I was about to get whacked in the back of the head by a tennis racket. And I'm just like, the whole time, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? What the fuck are you doing? He nearly comes into the clinic because like in the Fourier area. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you've got those satellite eyes. I know what you're trying to do. Wow. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck, man? And he he got as far as the door and then like took off running and like was yelling at himself more. And the people... Like the people that work there at the front desk, they didn't see or hear anything because there's a separate door that like opens up to go into the clinic. And they were like, Hey, Michelle, how are you doing? I was like, I'm good. Uh, I'm a little shaken up right now. I just got harassed by a homeless, crazy man with a tennis racket in his hand. And so the owner of the clinic was like, I got on the phone with the police to like call him. I mean, the guy had walked off somewhere, but yeah, it was kind of scary. Yeah, that sounds mental as fuck. Yeah. Was it you that sent me that clip of the person sitting on the step yelling at somebody? Or was that on that? Maybe it was on that page that I followed. In Portland looks like shit. Yeah. I, well, I sent you the one of the guy in the three-piece suit that's like tearing up the plants. Yeah, you did send me that one. <laughs> it's like he lost. Somebody was like, oh, man, he's losing it because Bitcoin took a dump. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making a note. I'm going to call this episode Satellite Eyes. he did you've got those satellite eyes i know what you're trying to do yeah this is nuts it's funny because maybe i i like attracted that to happen i like manifested it because i i think i even said on the last podcast i was telling some coworkers like there are crazy people living on the street that can do whatever they want to people you know and i was telling my sister i was like for a minute i had like a reaction i was like we're about to fucking fight like I'm about to I'm about to go ham on this guy. But then I was like, I can't I can't take a schizophrenic dude that could be on meth or something. I don't know, angel dust. I'm not gonna win that battle. Yeah, he would fuck you up. Yeah. And then you could have been like bitten or whatever. Yeah. yeah. You could have gotten uh, a disease from him. That would have sucked for sure. Go and get my shot, my hip shot. <laughs> yeah. Mm-mm. When's your trip? Um, the nineteenth, I think, is when I leave. The nineteenth of June. Are you excited? I'm real excited. I'm excited to hang out with Rebecca. We always have so much fun. Um, I'm excited to do a lot of outdoor shit. How long have they been out there? They've been well because they originally moved to like a suburb right outside of Denver. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, a long time ago, I guess probably a little while, a little, maybe like a year after I moved to Portland. Oh, okay. Cause I think before that Paul was still doing traveling nursing and I think they were in Texas maybe. Um, but yeah, they've been there for a while and then they moved out to Evergreen, which is, um, further outside of Denver. Have you ever been out there before? I haven't been to their their house there in Evergreen yet. No. Mm-mm. Are you we staying with out. them? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Um, we went to visit them on Rebecca's 30th birthday. We did a surprise trip and like surprised her um, and went skiing and stuff. I've never been in Colorado before. It's a beautiful state. Well, I've flown in, obviously, when I went to Portland. But oh, yeah. that was like the longest layover, too. I think I was there like four hours. What do you do? I, I just I, sat there. I just yeah, sat there. It was nothing to do. It's not a fun trip. And don't they have like a train kind of look thing in there? Like a. Uh, in the Denver airport? Well, not like a a riding train, but it looks like a, there's like a big open area, I want to say, like where the seating area is at, like towards the back. Where I, I think this is the same airport. Like a little kid train? I don't know. Maybe it wasn't a train, but it looked like there was like a big pit where it looked like it was, I don't know. I'll have to look up Denver Airport. Know. Have you flown into that one before, I guess, I would yeah. assume? I have, yeah. Um, but, you know, some airports are so big, you don't see all of it, depending on where your next gate is. Oh, that's true. That's true. Because usually, like, if you're flying, you know, if you're on Delta, you're going to stay in the Delta wing. Yeah, because when I got off my plane, because I think I flew Frontier there. I flew Frontier, and then I switched to another airline. But I think I stayed at the same gate Mm. once I got off. But, yeah, I remember just sitting there for, like, four hours. And then the flight to Portland was, like, rough as fuck. Yeah, that's pretty typical because you're going against the, the wind. Against the mountain wind. That was a long day of travel. Yeah, it sucks. And then when I came back, I think I went to like Minnesota or something. Yeah, I've done that one too. Usually, yeah, usually my layovers, um, Denver, Vegas, um, or Houston. Yeah, it's just, I hate layovers. Generally, it's a cheaper flight, but sometimes it's like, is it really worth it? I no. prefer paying the extra money to get. But a, you can't. You can't get a direct flight. Nah, from yeah, you could. Memphis to Portland, Portland yeah. to Memphis, it's, you can't. Now, can they? Do they fly directly to Arkansas? Nope. Lay over there. I've gotten a flight from Portland to Atlanta, which is crazy. It's further away. Yeah, that is it doesn't weird. make any sense. Yeah, I remember one time I was going to Ohio for work, and we had to fly from Atlanta. To Chicago and then Chicago to Dayton, or yeah, I think I flew into Dayton or something like that. Huh. I was like, this makes no sense. Like, you're going completely past where I need to go and then go back. It's all a racket. (sighs) Apparently, they're going to, they're working on making these commercial airplanes that get you like to another country in like four hours. Oh, yeah. I saw that. I saw that. Um, Super jet, super something like that, right? I forget the name of it, but yeah, it's gonna be that'll be awesome. It looks like a Concord, right? It's mm-hmm. like really skinny. Sounds scary. Yeah, I, I'm. the The flight is definitely if you can cut four hours or five hours of a trip across the Atlantic, that'd be nice. But like Brad said yesterday, you were looking at basically a a, a Titanic in the air. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's scary. And then I was like, well, why can't they just do, like, something over water, like some kind of train or something? 
And then he's like, why don't they do like a channel like underneath the whole? I'm like, I wouldn't want to be underneath Ooh, the fucking I wouldn't water. want to know. <laughs> I'm okay. No. It's so weird, but you're okay being above the water, like in a plane or, you know, like a tram or something. But underneath, it's just like instant death. Yeah. Because the pressure guys, of that water alone would just kill you. Did you guys hear about the the ship outside of Sri Lanka that was like full of chemical toxins and caught on fire? Mm-mm. When did this happen? There was... Um, it was this week, like Wednesday, I think is when I read about it. So this big, huge ship that was carrying a bunch of chemical toxins that caught on fire, all the passengers survived and were rescued. Um, but they tried to move the ship to deeper water because Mm. it was, it wasn't in very deep water. And it, and of course it ends up sinking and it sinks like the stern sinks like just below the surface right on the seabed. And um, they're saying that it's going to be like the worst marine ecological disaster that we've seen. So all the fish and stuff like that are going to be killed. Yeah. So I wonder if the, so the, it was on fire, right? So mm-hmm. I wonder if people that was it burning the chemicals, like are the people probably breeding that in? So they probably have cancer now. Possibly. Like a nine 11. Mm-hmm. I don't know how exactly how close to shore it was. But it had to be kind of close if it was on a sea, if it ended up sinking on the seabed, like just below the surface of the water. Yeah, we just keep fucking shit up. I saw something the other day. Don't eat any any seafood for a while. (laughs) I saw something the other day about like the last white rhino. Oh, yeah, that was sad. Got fucked up. What? Uh -uh, I don't know. So basically they're extinct now. Yeah. It's the last, last dinosaur. Yeah. yeah, it's been around for like forever. I but saw I saw a rhino when I was in Africa. I saw two, but it, they were so far away. It wasn't a white rhino though. I guess it was like a black rhino or something. Mm-hmm. But uh, they're very elusive. They say, like they try to stay out of you know like away from people because other mm-hmm. animals you know are kind of just like yeah, they don't give a fuck. Like giraffes, yeah. giraffes and fucking zebra are or zebra are. Everywhere they're like fucking squirrels. Is that how you're supposed to say it? Is zebra? Mm-hmm. That's how they say it. Because it's just like you know, we don't say debra, we say debra. Mm. You know, but yeah, when they when like our tour guy would always say zebra, zebra, and they say like uh, the I'm gonna just say zebra, but they the zebras <laughs> would uh, they would make. The well, let me get this right. Yeah, I think it's the zebra would make the what are they called wildebeest uh-huh. go across the water first, and then they would watch them if they got murked by like a an alligator or something or a hippo. Yeah, smart. And then they would tra- They would then they would travel because they always travel together. It's very oh. weird, and there's so many of them, and they bring so many flies. The wildebeest are they just bring these fucking flies like house like house flies. Mm-hmm. It's but it's like millions of them. I swear yeah. to God, they were like engulfing us in our fucking vehicle. It was driving me fucking nuts, man. I was like, oh my god. Ugh. I went paddleboarding um, last weekend to this place called Elk Island, mm-hmm. Elk Elk Rock Island, and apparently um, they call it that because the um, the Indians would after they'd kill elk, they would drop them off of this this big ledge that goes down into the Willamette river. Mm-hmm. You could still see like some of the like um, indentions of where they, it was almost like a slide down the, 
the rocks. Yeah. Of where they would just drop them down into the water so that the people on the ships could grab them mm. and take them. Did y'all? That's crazy. Did y'all see the thing about the shark they found? Oh, they think it's like a megalodon or something. It, what is it's it called? the Greenland shark, the one that they said like it was like a massive shark. Yeah. So this shark it, is they, it megalodon? Is it? is it megalodon? Is that the name of the it? shark they found? Well, it's in yeah. the water somewhere. Um. You know, they finally did some dating on it or whatever. Yeah. And it's between, they're thinking it's 392 years old. Sharks live so, that long? That's what this thing says. And I pulled it up right now to find, because I remember hearing on the radio the other day. It said it's called the Greenland shark. And it's saying it, it has a lifespan. It's, it's at least last, no less than 272 years young, old. And no more than 512 years old. The shark's oh, been the shark's been around since like the fourteen hundred fifteen hundreds. Well, I would oh, imagine he looks old. You see it? You see it? Yeah. See how old it is? See how old it looks and stuff like all like wet like fights and stuff. It's been in and shit probably. Oh, yeah. I would imagine like if you're like that big and you're in the water, unless man's fucking with you, no one's gonna fuck. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably gonna live a lot. Yeah, That's like it's like sea turtles deep, and stuff. You know? Yeah. If you're in the deep sea, or not sea turtles, maybe tortoises. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, there's a tortoise. There's a yeah, tortoise or a turtle. I think it's a turtle. That's 194 years old turtle, right now. Turtle. I like. Have y'all seen that video? I like. I love turtles. <laughs> little kid, mm-hmm. <laughs> little fucking retard yeah. kid. <laughs> That's mean. <laughs> so he tell just... us about your day. I love turtles. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucked up. Bro. You're, you're a shitty person. Oh my god, yeah. the kid's not retarded. I'm just saying he's like a. Re- I'm not saying he's retarded. I'm saying it, it just sounded like what the fuck did this kid just say? That video went viral. Like it was like all over the world. It was great. Wasn't he like at a Comic Con thing or something? Uh, I think so. Does he have his face painted? Right? Yeah, yeah, his face painted. Yeah. yeah. And then my other favorite thing was the fat kid. Like from... just because he just because he can't fucking say his R's yet, <laughs> <laughs> he's retarded. I love turtles. <laughs> so what would that make you, Raul? Retarded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What was I saying? Oh, the other my other favorite thing on the internet so far to date still probably is. The kid, that fat kid that loves the chicken nuggets. <laughs> chicken nuggets are my family. Like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, I think that was like a like a TLC show yeah, where they like swap houses. I don't think I've seen it. Yeah. They like swap families. Like, they'll either swap the mom and the dad, and then mm-hmm. they'll try to take over. Like, they'll live like the person's life, and then they'll take over and live like how they are. And then like this one lady, I always like live really healthy. And the kid was like, I'm moving away. You know, he's all upset because she wanted to get rid of like his chicken nuggets and French fries Uh-oh. and all this other bullshit he was eating. <laughs> wow. That would be Raul. Raul would be that kid. He would throw a fit if like his some lady tried to take a pizza away from him or something like that. And I let me go on record and saying this. Pizza is overrated. Oh, is it? God. Yeah, it's overrated. I love pizza. There's so many other amazing meals that you can eat besides pizza. Well, Sushi. Fucking st- yeah. well, you don't eat meat, but steak, mm-hmm. like uh, both of y'all. That's why y'all are missing out. Well, you know what at least what meat used to be like. Did you not enjoy some of it before you started watching those things that kind of change your mind? Um, I mean, like, did you ever like sushi? Yeah, I mean, like, I I do remember though, like when like growing up when my dad would make steaks and stuff, mm-hmm. like filet mignon. You know, my parents liked their stuff like, um, you know, bloody. That's so, the way you're supposed to eat it. I know, but 
I didn't like that. So I would, after my dad would cook it, I would nuke mine in the night in the microwave. Mm. And whenever I first stopped eating meat, my mom was like, I should have known you're going to be a vegetarian. You always wanted your meat to be rubber. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, I have a friend of mine. She loves her steak. Well done. Like her and her fiance go get it well done. And I'm like, oh, that's just disgusting, man. Especially if it's like a good cut of meat. Like you're just fucking up that yeah. good cut of meat because it's tough. I, I used I used to love bacon. That was like my, that was what I ate the most. Yeah. Bacon. Do you eat fake bacon? No. Mm-mm. I tried it at, we went to this place called Maximo's on Broad once, like five years ago, I think. And I didn't like it. It just didn't, it, I don't know what I'm, I mean, I don't well, know. if you. You can take um, you could take tempeh and slice it really thin and do it on the skillet, and you it kind of has like that crispy bacon effect. But no, I mean unless I'm going like to brunch or something, I don't. Yeah. Do you generally eat like fake meats or synthetic meats or whatever? Like do you do the Beyond Burger or anything like that? No, I don't really eat Beyond. Um, Mostly the meat, like the faux meat that I would eat is um, a brand called corn. It's mm-hmm. Q-U-O-R-N. And it's um, it's made from mushrooms. It's like. Oh, uh, so that mushrooms are a good alternative to meat. Mm-hmm. Oh, you saw they make, um, they make, uh, is it, well, how do you spell that again, Michelle? Q-U-O-R-N? Uh-huh. I'm going to look this up. Um, what were we talking about? Fuck. Fake meat. Oh, I, yeah. I didn't like that. Impossible Burger, you got me from Burger King. Remember they had that, I don't know if they're still doing it, they had that Impossible Whopper, mm-hmm. and I got him one. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he acted like a little bitch about it. I, but it's I, just I, like I, sauce I, and all that stuff. You're not really tasting yeah. Even in like I mean, a I've, real burger, you're not really tasting it. You're just eating the I mean, I've had an Impossible Burger, but I don't, like, it's not something I go to. There's a place here called Sapphire Hotel that does a really good vegan burger, and it's, it's a beet-based burger, so it's like shredded beet. And black beans. Oh, it's so good. That does that sounds really good. And I've had a black I've had a uh, I've had a, a uh, beet burger before. Here I think it was in town. Fucking Tony's over there. What like do you call it? Beans. Um uh <laughs> what have, have you had uh mushroom jerky? Remember we saw that on Shark Tank, Tony? I don't. Mm-mm. Mushroom jerky. I tried to order it that day when I saw it on Shark Tank where it was sold out mm-hmm. and I forgot about it till right now. I have seen this corn corn uh brand mm-hmm. in like Kroger and stuff like that. It's good. What does the package look like? Oh yeah, you got the chicken nuggets. I did? Yeah. And then I bought some too. Oh. Those weren't bad. Yeah, I've had the chicken nuggets there. Did it taste did it taste like regular chicken nuggets? I mean it's processed. Chicken nuggets are processed anyway. So yeah. I mean. you know they say like chicken the- nuggets like from McDonald's and Wendy, like from any fast food is like the yeah. worst food you can buy in like the country. Well I think fast food in general is not something you want to go for all the time. Yeah. Well, I know I know people, you know, some of my coworkers, they they literally they eat fast food every single day. Like they'll go either go they have like a rotation. Monday is this place, Tuesday's Taco Bell, Wednesday's Wendy's. I'm like do they feel like shit. I'm sure they do because they don't well they they don't really do much work anyways, but like I remember when I used to go with eat lunch I hope with my dad listen to this. <laughs> uh I remember when I used to go eat lunch with my dad. Like um or on like one or two, and then come back and work at the store. Man, I literally had to sit in the chair for like fifteen minutes because I ate so much, and I, you know, I just, I just, I'm just not worth anything after I eat like a big meal. That's why I only eat when I get home, and I don't ever eat. I mean, a lunch coma. Yeah, I don't eat during 
during the daytime really because it's just not in the mood and like sweating and you know all kinds of other shit so are you vegan or just vegetarian i'm vegan but i i do honey so what's the deal with honey is it because it's coming out of a uh, the it's, bee, it's like yeah, reprocess or whatever. Yeah, it's um, like overpopulation of bees. Mm. So some people see that as inhumane, but local honey is good for allergies and stuff. So I I do honey. When did you go vegan? Two thousand nine. Oh damn! Really? So, you've been so you started out vegan. You didn't go vegetarian first. No, I I gradually. So at first, what I cut out. So um. I started working for Dr. Reed, the chiropractor, um, when I was in college and, you know, he focuses on holistic medicine and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I had made mention that I'd got, I would get strep throat a lot. And I was thinking about getting my tonsils taken out because mm-hmm. I was, I mean, since a kid, I was constantly getting strep throat and as a teenager. Um, and he suggested that I, um, reduce my dairy intake because dairy builds mucus and pus. Mm. So in the body, um, and the reason why it does that, anybody who loves milk, you can turn it off now, um, is because, um, factory farmed, um, milk or dairy cows, they have, um, suctions on their udders constantly. They're, they're just constantly pumping them. And so they, their nipples get raw and scabby. And so their pus goes into the milk. Oh. Did you, wow. Did you guys see the video that's going around? I think it's like two years old. It's talking about milk. It's owned. Coke had a share in this company. It's like river Oak milk or something like that. And like the mm-hmm. abuse video of the animal, so they had somebody embedded for like three months, right? And they they wore like a camera, like a, a, a hidden camera on them at the, all the times that they're working. And like these people were like, you know, obviously it happens everywhere, but like they were like beating the shit out of the cows and stuff like this, and um, like bad, and like and oh, oh the, you know, when like when a cow would like be sick or die, they just grab, pick it up, and just throw it as far as they could story would die you know what? yeah this is the on the video like it was nine minutes and i was like oh my god and then like Who so the video one of the undercover guys w- was in there for three months working with these people but i mean who was he affiliated with anybody or oh he's one one of the uh one of the big groups for human Peta? treat no nah, it wasn't pedo it's a different one but um he was in there and like all the employees are doing coke and shit like while they're working and stuff. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. He's like the. Yeah. I'll, That's I'll find, so fucking random, man. I'll find like, the. You're, do, you're working for a dairy and you're doing no. Blow? So, the, so they they'd be sitting there. Just, Is that why you found the video? No, I was. I, I saw somebody. I saw somebody posted jobs where you can. Do yeah, but like you know, it, I'm sure a lot of these people are illegal anyways because there was. Like, you know, but like, yeah, there was no fucks given. And um, so then there was a big outcry about when the video was released, you know? Yeah. So then Coke, so then Coke had like a 10% stake in the company at the time. Mm-hmm. Coke's like, fuck this. They ended up buying the entire company mm-hmm. so they could keep the name because a lot of people like the milk, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. it's like a special, like specialty milk or something like that. Like, and Coke ended up buying the company and made it all go away and stuff like that. Hmm. That's interesting. Hmm. 
I just love that they're doing coke while they're fucking <laughs> yeah <laughs> working with milk. Yeah, I didn't I didn't see that part coming either because then when you see, and all of a sudden you see the guy saying, "Oh yeah," and there's a rampant drug use during <laughs> during hours of operation. Is that how to keep like geeked up so they can work like long hours? No, or I something? think so. But like everybody was, he's like he's like just walking around and like you see people going. It's <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Wow. <sighs> Have you watched any good shows lately or movies? Or are you still watching your Man in the High? Is it called Man in the High Castle? Oh no, I watched that a while, a long time ago. Um, I watched a really good documentary, um, "Crime of the Century." What's that about? It's a two-part documentary. I think it's on Amazon. Um, it's about um, it's about the the um, Sackler family that invented oxycotton. Oh, I've and, heard about them. Yeah, didn't they just get? Or is that the Purdue family? Is there a Purdue family also? Well, they had mm-hmm. Purdue Pharmaceuticals. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, so it's about that. And, like, I've seen documentaries about this, about, like, the about the opioid pandemic mm-hmm. before, but this exposes so much more. It was uh, – it makes you angry. They got like a lot them. of blood on their hands. Oh, yeah. And when they had, like, one of their biggest, like, first um, case action lawsuits or whatever, like – the amount of money that they had to pay was minuscule to what kind of profits they were making. It was just like a drop in the bucket and people are just dying. They're salespeople. It was funny too. Cause you know, it was like back in the early nineties. So they have like this real cheesy rock band that like wrote a song about selling Oxycontin. Really? Yeah. And there's a part in there where they do have, they have little whites song. Oh um, yeah. yeah. Oxycontin. Xanax bars, Percocets and lower tabs. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was really good. It's like a, it's just a two part docu series. And it's um, on Hulu. No, I think it's on Amazon. Oh, Amazon, Amazon. Yeah, Crime of the Century. Have you guys? So seen... did they file for like bankruptcy or something, or or do they just pay it out? They just paid it out. I mean, they still have a ton of money. I oh, mean, they're like super, super billionaires. Yeah, they so. won. I mean, they even they talk about Pfizer in there. I mean, it's big pharma. You know, mm. I mean. And but it's funny like to watch like all of these salespeople and how much money they made. They interview one guy who had kind of seen what was happening when he was like at a clinic doing like his normal like you know sales rep stop, and yeah. there was people in the waiting room being like, "Tell him you need this much and yada yada." And you know like he like found out that that's when people were you know burning it down or whatever, melting it down or like snorting it and then shooting it. And he had wrote a letter to like the people in charge there at the pharmaceutical sales company. And they just ignored him. Have you ever used Oxycontin before for like medical reasons? No, no. they gave me, I think it was Oxycontin. They gave me something cause I had a shoulder problem mm-hmm. and they gave me whatever the pain pill was. Right. And I remember, like, I was itching when I took it. And I was like, I do not like this feeling. I, I just stopped taking it. I'd rather deal with the pain than become, like, addicted to it or have that crackhead feeling, you know? Yeah. Because it's sad you that, know, you know, they always say, what well, do people, like, resort to heroin after a while because they can't get well, the oxycotton? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, I've mentioned before, my parents were addicted to opiates. Mm. Um my mom started getting them for like, she had multiple back surgeries and stuff and had vertebrae fused. She had two knee replacements and Damn. 
So she was given it for chronic pain. And, you know, back at that time, I don't think, you know, the doctors really knew yeah. what it was doing, but she was getting like so many pills a month. Um, and then of course my dad started taking them. And I remember one time when I was in high school, she, um, I had like my first breakup with my, like the first dude I was ever in love with. And I was just devastated. I thought the world was ending, you know, and Mm -hmm. she was like, here, let me give you this lower tab. It'll help you sleep. And then, you know, you won't have to like, think about being so sad. And, you know, retrospectively, it's like, shit, that's really fucked up. (laughs) Um, But it made me sick. Um, I just, I'm like profusely vomiting. Um, And anytime I was given any kind of pain medication, it just made me really ill. Um, So you have a bad reaction to it? Yeah. And then I found out that I'm allergic to codeine. Oh, okay. Um, So either I would either have like, I would either vomit or have like night terrors. Um, And so anytime like I had a, like anytime I had like when I got my tooth implant, I just took like extra shrink Tylenol. Um, But the only thing that I would say that I thoroughly enjoyed was when I had my emergency epidectomy and Mm -hmm. I was in the hospital for three days and was on a morphine trip. That shit. It's good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Does it make you feel like you're like floating or something? Yeah. And like you could just push the button like every five, you know, every like 15 minutes or something. Wow. Yeah. What was the other thing? It's kind of like cocaine that people do. Meth? No, it's a pill. It's like a legal pill. Illegal? Legal. Adderall? That's it. Somebody yeah. gave me one of those one time. We were out. Man, I, see, mm-hmm. I, I did not look. like it. I felt like I was like. Like wire, wire twitchy like this, like yeah. I, I did not enjoy it. I did not enjoy it at all. Speedy. I um, people were like, hey, you, I'm like, hey, you want you want a bump? No, I got Adderall. It's like it's not the same thing, but whatever. I'll take Adderall too. Then fuck it, give me. Some. Have you snorted Adderall before? Mm-hmm. I didn't like it. I didn't have any. We didn't have any coke, so we just started. <laughs> all, all my guy had was Adderalls. It's like yeah, just do these and just chop them up and snort it. I'm like okay. Yeah, what was the first that. time you did coke? 2004 or three, 2003. And you just loved it the first time you did it? Well, I really did it because all the other bouncers were doing it. Then they were like, no, nah, you don't do this, do you? I was like, nah, well, don't don't come outside of the car with us then. And then I was like, well, I want to go to the car now for sure. So then they, we, we left we left printers, went, went outside. They're like, wait, what are you doing? It's like seven in the morning, mm-hmm. right? four dudes getting in the car sitting in a car for like 10 minutes <laughs> and i was like i want to try some they're like okay you sure i was like yeah i've done it before i want to try it and one of my buddies was like no nah, i don't give him any if he's never done it because I, I don't want to listen to this shit so then they gave me some and i did it and i was like oh this is fun and then we stayed up for the next like three days doing it and yeah the first time i did it was with uh jeremy johnson i was a sophomore in college and we i think we went to the pony nice <laughs> no no uh not the pony platinum? Sorry. yes thank you uh platinum and then the first time i did ecstasy was with jeremy at platinum again <laughs> what does ecstasy feel like um i don't know i didn't i did it a probably like a handful of times but i don't know people said that it a lot of people said it made you horny. I didn't get that from it. 
Um, Did you have a big dump, like an adrenaline dump or a serotonin oh, dump in there? Oh, the next, yeah, yeah, the next day, the next day, it makes it totally not even worth it. Yeah. Yeah. No. Now, is it something you want to do out and about? Or should you do it like, on X? Yeah. X, you, you kind of want to do it out. Like, you know, it's like you're going to like a like, like that we party last night would have been perfect for it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I think I, either, either or. I've done both. Like, I've been to parties back then when, uh, you know, we people would just do a house party, right? Mm-hmm. We'd call people come over, like 10, 15 people come over, and everyone's everyone's eating rolls. And, you know, we're just hanging out, listening to dance music and stuff like that, and just having a good time. And But, like, the best effect of it is like when like you're in a club and the um the speakers are just the bass is just fucking in- incredible. So you're like sense is heightened? Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. So like I remember one time I told I told the DJ at one five two, I was like, hey, I think my I think I'm fixing to start growing hard. I want you to play this one song for me. He's like, all right. <laughs> so, he, so he played the song for me. I went next to the speakers uh, so they were in the ground, well, sort of against the wall, but at the you bottom. Put your crotch up. You put no. your crotch up. <laughs> no. I just I put my back like this, so I was just like this against the wall of wall of speakers, you know. Yeah. And he fucking cranked the bass like way the fuck up, and dude, I just fucking I was like, uh, and people walked by, like my friends that were working that night, they was like, dude, you should have seen you for those like two minutes you were fucking peeking, like. Your eyes were just completely in the back of your head, and <laughs> all you see is like it's your, your, your it's like it's a fucking great feeling. Did you ever have sensory, sex on it, Michelle? Sensory overload. No, Mm-mm. I know he didn't. So I, I didn't ask you. <laughs> <laughs> but I always heard that like guys can't get it up on it. Uh, it it it's hard that and coke. Yeah, so it doesn't seem like it would be that enjoyable. Then. Some people don't have any issues getting getting an erection. So could you yeah, do like a Viagra on it, or is well, that, too that much? Dan, Dan's Brazilian talks about was talking about that. Oh, that he had he a heart was, attack. Yeah, he was doing a bunch of coke and couldn't get dick hard. So that they started doing uh, Viagra. He did start taking some Viagras and yeah. he was fucking all those strip uh, st- uh, hookers. Yeah, so hot. Wow. Yeah, I did. It wasn't. It wasn't my favorite. That's, I mean, it's mm-hmm. I only did it a, a handful of times, but yeah, the next day was. I remember. I remember texting Jeremy, like laying on my parents' couch because I was at Ole Miss at the time. Mm-hmm. Like laying on my parents' couch, being like, maybe I had to be a junior in college actually because it was like my third year of college. But I was texting. I was like, "How do I make it go away? <laughs> like, I just I'm ready for it to be done. Like, it's eleven o'clock the next day. Like, mm-hmm. is it over yet?" And he was like, drink some milk. And I was like, oh, it sounds so bad. And this is before I was vegan. But I was like, that sounds so bad. I don't want to drink any milk right now. You know, I was like, I just like want it to stop. Yeah. But how like, long does it last for? Now, back well, I then. Was, well, I was like in the min- It was like I was coming down, you know. Hmm. Yeah. So back then the rolls were very, very good. Now they're garbage, right? Because they got all kinds of shit in there. Yeah. Not even just fentanyl, but they got all kinds of stuff. So there's a, there's a website called Check Baby uh, Aspirin Talcum Powder. Yeah, there's like a website. <laughs> there's a website back in the day we used to use when we used to get the rolls. We used to look it up and see what kind of, what was all in it. You know, that way we could tell people. And uh, I remember there was there was the white doves that finally came made their way to Memphis, and when they came to Memphis, it completely changed 
everything. Because they had, I can't remember exactly what, I, I know I'll think about it later on. They had a, something in there, some kind of chemical or mm-hmm. some kind of drug or whatever mixed into it. Uh, man, it was, it was, the. I literally saved like a hundred of those just for myself. They so were, you're like what? Donnie and fucking Jordan <laughs> Belfort? Yeah. Like with their quaaludes? Like, dude, like they, they were the best. And we were, I had friends that were charging out the frame for these. Like, hey, we got the doves. How many you want? They're forty a piece. And people were paying it. People, give me ten. Boom. Wow. They we they were paying and they were paying like nine or ten bucks a piece for them. And you had a hundred of these. Yeah. How'd you pay for them? Me. Yeah. He was a dope okay. boy. He's never told you that story, how he was the king of Memphis. He was white boy Rick. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You were were the doorman slinging slinging pills? I'm not sure what Tony's talking about. You talked about it on here. But um, there was a time where my friends... (laughs) Yeah, Michelle, so we were getting them. We were getting them, and... You don't have to tell who you got it. Yeah, yeah. We were just getting them, and then when he got them, I said, I want 1,000 of them. I'll pay you in a week. And he said, okay. And you made, how much of a profit did you make? Uh, I, don't, I don't remember, but I was charging 35 a pill. Jesus Christ. Jeez. And I got them for seven fifty a piece. Now this, when I paid seven fifty a piece, that was extremely high for the number the volume we were buying at a time. Mm-hmm. But the, what they that just goes, that just goes to show you why drug dealers get stuck in the game. Yeah, the money was incredible, but I, I was spending it as fast as when I mean, we were spending it before I was even making it. Mm. I literally had a couple of friends with me when we used to go out, and I'd be like, "Hey, go give this to that person. Go give this to that girl. Go give this to that that person," and they would do it. Looking back, would you have like invested the money that some of the money that you made? I had some of the money for a long ass time. Like I didn't just spend it all all the time, you know. But like I had a lot of it. I had I had a couple of shoe boxes full of money. Tell her a story about your shots that you did. Shots that your boy ordered shots. Steroids. Oh no! So we're at Firebirds, the one by Wolf Chase, you know. Mm-hmm. And we're all chilling there, and I see this bottle of uh, Louis the Thirteen up there, and. I'm like, whatever. And then, and then we'll, we'll take 13. I can't remember how many it was. And there were, there were how much was a hundred and something dollars a piece. Yeah. What? And, and I, so the guy gives me my bill and I'm like, what, what did I, what, what, what the fuck did I just order? And next thing you know, I had to go home and get some money. Long story <laughs> short, I had to go. I told him I'll be back in like 20 minutes. Yeah. That's just ridiculous, man. What kind of shot was it? Louis thirteen or something like that. It's a whiskey. I don't know what it was. It's it was uh, it was up on the top by itself. I've seen it at um, Texas State Brazil. They just filled it with like some bullshit. Yeah, yeah, some cheap ass liquor. What was that one shot we did? Oh, Pappy, the Pappy uh, with Tony Tony G. G. How much was that? Was that like forty dollars? It was forty dollars a shot. I was like, it was. It tasted like garbage. Yeah, I was like, I don't, I don't appreciate this at all. What's but thank Pappy? you. It's like high end. Um, was it whiskey? I don't know. It, it's, it's, I'm assuming it's a whiskey. Pappy Wayne, Pappy Wayne Winkle or something like that. Like it's really rare. Oh. Yeah, it's rare. 
So like, it, it, when when they, uh, a bottle of it costs like whatever, you know, like. But it, it, this guy, um, it was me, him, and Tony, and his uh, wife had met up with us later on, and we're just we're just hanging out, and you know, and that's the night that well, that's the day where we went out with him. He picked up the tab there, and we went somewhere else. He picked up the tab, then we went to third place. Didn't I try to pay the tab or something like that? I think so. And he's like, you don't pay the tab when you're with me. <laughs> and grabbed the tab out of my hand. Aggressive. I was like, okay, okay. It's like one of those things where you're like, you don't want to seem like you're taking advantage of somebody, you know? Yeah. And yeah. some people, I guess, are okay with that, but that's just not how we are. And, you know, he did not yeah. He did not take kindly to anybody I trying remember, to I remember hey. um, Spike used to always buy like you know rounds of shots washington apples that's what i was about to say is like it always was like a washington apple or redheaded slut it's like the worst shot ever to take <laughs> it's like well he's paying i guess we're doing it and it'd be like 80 of them at a time oh yeah like it oh hey especially at liquid lounge 80 washington apples please and then yeah. dennis is back there shaking up for like 10 minutes making these drinks like wow. yeah or Atlas. Oh uh, yeah, Atlas. And his tab would be like fucking like eight seven hundred four hundred dollars each time, yeah. I remember I was with them one time and the t- his tab was like almost a thousand bucks. But this is when they were making all that money because they were getting a part of every car sale or something like that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well he was doing the internet sales for his dad's shop, right? For his grandfather. His granddad. Yeah. But now they own 901 Kamikaze or Ka- yeah, Kawasaki, Kawasaki or something? Yeah, Kawasaki. Kamikaze. Kamikaze. <laughs> but yeah, that, um, what did I see? I saw, I think I saw Spike somewhere and I was asking him about it and he was like, oh, it's, man, it's going good, man. Because it's on Lamar now, right? They have two. They have, oh, they have I two? They, I was going to say, I think they have two now. Yeah, so I mean, it's got to be. Or two that I know of. Yeah. They so have the one that's right down off, off Mount Moriah by the old Hooters. Oh, okay. Mm, I think it's called yeah. like Bellevue. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's called mm-hmm. Bellevue something. I've never been in there before. Didn't little Brandon work for them, or did he work for them? At no, one I time? think little Brandon works for Harley Davidson, doesn't he? He did at one point, but yeah, I guess he's probably still with Harley. Mm-hmm. Man, you sell one Harley, you make some good money off one sale. Like, and he was he was selling like a couple of, a day. <laughs> what does a brand new Harley go for? Like forty thousand dollars, I think. Uh, they have different levels of them. Yeah. So they have smaller ones, so you probably get one. I don't know. Look it up. Forty thousand dollars for a motorcycle? That's probably not even like the good one. Yeah. A lot. A lot to somebody hit you without paying attention or you do some dumb shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Did you guys um hear that Biden's gonna be meeting with Putin about all the ransomware attacks? Mm-mm. Yeah, he's supposed to be meeting up with Putin on like the sixteenth. They're getting money. They shut down some food packing place. Yep. So beef is about to skyrocket. Yeah, it's like the second largest food processor or something like that. Yeah. They shut down the, the pipeline. Yep. You know. It's crazy. Oh, hang on. I got some info on the Harleys. Well, that's the thing about, like, they always talk about war. And it's always like, that's the thing that you really have to worry about. Because they could shut down our power grids. They could shut down mm-hmm. our money, you know. And you know how people were freaking out about toilet tissue? Just imagine if <laughs> food is not available or water is not available. You know, yeah. like things that we actually need 
to survive. I mean, you can go without toilet paper. It's not the best idea. If you have a bidet, you can. You can. I mean, but you could even use fucking leaves. But um, yeah, just no water or food, especially no water. Just imagine if they somebody like poisoned the water or something like that. Well, has, has some of the power grids have gone down. Joe Rogan was talking about it on his podcast, like power went out in Texas. I know the power was down when the uh, snow, they got that big snowstorm down there. I think if I heard him correctly. It was it recently? Like recently, oh. yeah. See, that's the funny thing about like that, you know, like everything down there is just on its own. Mm-hmm. No, I'm Stop. talking about like one of those kind of like the. I don't know what they'd be called. Like, just like a regular motorcycle? Yeah. Those started at 18,000 for Harley. Oh, okay. So the, the gliders of a Harley are starting at like 39, starting at 39. But so you, that's like the basics. So if you want the nice looking ones, mm-hmm. probably going to be like 50, right? Mm-hmm. If that's starting that high. Jeez. And at like, and the middle of the road, like the ones we were talking about, where we see like uh, people ride, you know? Yeah. They were like, they start like a 79, and that's where what they start, it? and then they go all the way up. What does a Tesla cost these days? There's different prices. You can get like the new new ones. Like what's the basic? Mm. Probably like sixty, I would imagine. Sixty to a hundred. Because I know a buddy of mine bought one used, and it's nice. They got car. a couple of different models. He got his for like forty. And it's like a uh, 2014 or something. That's forty thousand dollars for a six year seven year old car. But it's everything looks brand new on the car. Like I would have never sure. known. Um, that it was an older model. He said you, you can, can like upgrade the computer system for like fifteen hundred bucks, and that and will... you can only drive them for like three hundred miles, right? All right, so like something like that, I think. Yeah. So the mo- this year's Model S Tesla, it's like the one of their brands, you know, one of their uh, mm-hmm. uh, the top speed is one fifty five. The range is four hundred and twelve miles, and they're fast as fuck. I didn't zero realize how fast zero to sixty three point one seconds. <laughs> Why it, do you need it to go that fast? I don't know. I don't know. You don't. That. And then you it, it it's it's, it's eighty thousand. If if you want the Lone Ranger, if you want the tri motor, hundred and fourteen thousand. Is that the one that drives itself too? I'm pretty sure, yeah. But like I do like the body style. I don't know which one it is. The Tesla it looks kinda like a crossover. Oh, this one, model Y. Uh with the doors that the like butterfly doors or whatever they call them. Yeah, yeah. So it's like a mix between like a sedan and an SUV. Yeah, I like that body style. Uh, this Are one, they popular out where you're at? Yeah, there's a lot of Teslas out here. Are there a lot of uh, what is the other one? Priuses out there too? I would imagine. Yeah. Prius is the first electric car, wasn't it? Well, it's not completely electric. It's gas and electric. Hmm. <clears throat> my me. friend, uh, my friend and old roommate from here in Portland, Mikey. He works for. Have you ever heard of Rivian? Mm-mm. So it's like a newer um, electric car company. It's a he started with them doing like um, user testing ability and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like something he went to school for. Um, but they were like a startup when he started working for them, and they started in. He started working in Detroit, and now he's in um, San Francisco. But it's um it's the going to be the first um, all electric pickup truck. Oh wow! Really. Yeah, and it's really cool. Um, like at the back of the cabin, 
where it meets the bed of the truck, there's like a little compartment where you can like store luggage or like, you know, like duffel bags and stuff. Yeah. Cause there's no fucking engine or anything. Mm-hmm. Hey, <clears throat> sorry. That's just the starting price of that Tesla. I said, like, if you want the self-driving part and all that, you have to add all that shit. Mm. It's 10,000 uh, navigate on autopilot, auto lane change, auto park, summon, but if I was going to spend money like that, I would definitely get the self-driving part, like this package right here, this full driving package by itself. Like, you know. Yeah. Like, Do you hate driving? No. But I'm just saying. Like, he probably needs it because he's always getting an accident, so. Oh, you are? That's why he doesn't have a vehicle. So the you Tesla that I would buy would be $127,000. Which one? <laughs> Since I've known him, he's wrecked like three or four cars. Like, what? Okay, so you wrecked your most recent car? Well, the car that's in the shop is not yet because he hasn't been able to drive it, but <laughs> it probably would have been. But he wrecked, yeah, he wrecked his Xterra. He was driving to go pick Nick somewhere and ran to the back of somebody. You know why I bet? Because he texts and drives. 100%. And I only know that because he stays on his phone the whole time we do this <laughs> podcast. I'm looking at current events and stuff. Well, okay, fine. Sorry. Now, oh, you know what? Driving? I did see this thing that how we can look at current events. It's on my Facebook. It's called current events. Or is it Apple? It's like a news tab on Facebook. Mm-hmm. What's it called? You just click on this little news thing down here. Right by well, the notification. It's, it's probably fake. This right here. No, it's all real news. <laughs> this. <laughs> yeah. News for you. Mm-hmm. I don't have the Facebook. Oh yeah. What? Um, do you know anything about the fight that's happening tomorrow? What fight? Logan Paul like a- versus uh, Floyd Mayweather. Oh, that's tomorrow? I thought that was like months away. Has it already been was months it? since they announced it? Mm, yeah, it's tomorrow. Was Logan Paul the guy that got popular off of something on YouTube? At Vine and YouTube, yeah. Didn't he like beat somebody up on the internet? Like He's bad? been... No, I think you're talking about was- the Vitaly guy. He's oh. like a Russian guy. Oh. Yeah, you think he beat up some random person or something like that. Well, he mm. used to do those kind of prank videos like Logan Paul and his brother do. Mm. But yeah, he's fighting Floyd Mayweather tomorrow. Awesome. Get to watch Are for you free. Watch it? Probably not. Probably not. Do you watch like it. do you guys you guys into that? I like uh I like watching fights that I actually know the people, you know, like UFC fights. Like if I kn- if I know who's the fighter is, then I if I enjoy if I don't know who it is, like some like say like People I don't know, I don't. I don't enjoy it. I don't. I don't mm-hmm. I'm not that big of a fan, you know. But yeah, it's a exhibition fight, so there's no winner. But there is. They're able to have because there's no, there's no winner, and then there's no judges. But there can be a KO. Hmm. So when do they know it's time to end? Yeah, uh, they have eight rounds, eight three minute rounds. Yeah. Okay. Did you guys see the um? You know what Among Us is? It's like a video game characters or something like that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. There was a chicken nugget that looked like an Among Us character. Now, I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show you, Tony. And I'm gonna, I'll text it to you, Michelle. What do you think they they sold this for on eBay? Hang, on, I'm gonna show y'all. All like right. a real chicken nugget? Yeah. Can you show us a character and the thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Yo, okay, okay. Where was the screenshot? And just sent it in the text message, the group message. Where okay. was the chicken nugget from i'm not sure i forget i guess i could look at the i'm not gonna can you guys hear that dog barking i heard something yeah it wasn't bad though 
dude, one of my apartment neighbors, their dog barks so much. Are they not home? It has to be when they're not home. Oh, now I hear that you brought attention. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. He'll do it or she, I don't know what kind of dog it is. I don't even know which unit it's it's in, but um, he'll, the dog will just keep going for like a, a solid good hour and a half. I saw this thing one time. They're like, do dogs get tired of barking? And it's like, no, they don't. It doesn't bother no. them, I guess. Check your phone, Michelle. I just sent it to you guys. Okay. All right, so, so this is the character, right? right. The red thing. The red thing is the Among Us character. It looks like a Teletubby. Right. Yeah, like a mini, like it's a, it's miniature Teletubby. That's exactly what I thought. And then the next picture is the picture of the. Um, I mean, it has legs. <laughs> yeah, you see, you see, it's a it's a stretch kind of right. Yeah. Okay, so it's sold on eBay. Yeah, how much do you think the person that got this in their chicken nuggets? Too fucking much. Very good, very good. How much do you think, Tony? Mm. Fifty thousand. Wrong, Michelle. Is it higher or lower? No, no, you can't do that. No, that's bullshit. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. No. I'm going to say. And then we'll go next if she's not right. No. Who was closer? No, you guys. No. Okay. Let's. It must be a stupid number then. Okay. 500,000. No. 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 Okay. Go again. How much? 125. Y'all getting close. 250. No. This is the last guess. And then just tell us. Mm, What's this 215. No. $100,000. That's, that's stupid, man. Thing that's gonna, well, it always looks like that because of McDonald's meat. So it's never going to go bad, <laughs> right? Like the, like the hamburger that the person has for like the past 20 years, they show it, open it up every year and show people. What are they going to what are they going to do with it? I don't hey, know, but here's a question, Tony. Can that become like an NFT? You probably could make it an NFT. Yes, you could. I don't understand NFTs, but they I could take they could take a picture of that, put it on the blockchain, and then you are the owner of that NFT. And then they could probably give you the actual thing too. So if so, what if somebody like in like a, a case or something? What if someone creates a meme out of something that's an NFT? What does that mean? As long as you don't have own, like, okay, that's what this is the way they just say it. Like, say you can go to um, a museum and see the Mona Lisa, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's the actual Mona Lisa. But then you can go to somebody's house and they have a picture of the Mona Lisa. You're not going to think the person that has the picture owns the actual Mona Lisa. Mm-hmm. So as long as you know that this is a number one, because uh, you know, usually you can do so many. You can mint them and you can have like one of one or, you know, one of like 10,000 or something. And as long as those are have a serial number on them and you know that it belongs to that person, whoever owns it is the one that's the proper owner. And the good thing about the NFTs, what I've read is that like the person that made the NFT, so somebody made that chicken nugget NFT, they can still make residuals off it once it's sold. So they set uh, a price of what you get in return every time if somebody flips it. Mm, so it's like reruns. Yeah, so you get like a like a residual or whatever. Yeah, like a re- like yeah. people that are on a sitcom or something mm-hmm. that gets played. They yeah. get residual. Yeah. Interesting. 
But yeah, you definitely could do an NFT of that thing. And because like a lot of times people will do like, like I follow Gary V and he started this VCon thing. Like he started his own conference thing and he was selling NFTs. And so the NFT that each one had different tiers. So there was one that you get like a face to face with him for X amount of Ethereum, whatever they were charging. Um, you could get like uh, uh, you could go bowling with him. It was just all kind of different things that go along with his conference. So that's what they think they're saying. What you should do with the NFT is make it something that is non fungible that like you can't actually reproduce or, or touch or whatever. But you also do something tangible with it, too. Hmm. So, like, you get, like, a meet and greet or something that kind of makes it worthwhile for people. And then that person can sell it and then make even more money off it if somebody else finds it valuable. It's just crazy to think that somebody could take a photo of something. Yeah, I mean, I think it's always weird when we're thinking about something now. About something because like say like if somebody told you years ago that you're going to be on your phone, you know, looking at websites and all this, you're like, no, you're not going to do that. And then we do it all the time with our phones and listen to music. You know, you used to buy a physical copy of a CD. Now you just stream it, you know, like kids nowadays. I think it's more not as wild as it is for people that are used to something physical. Mm hmm. The, the minimal, I, minimalist lifestyle yeah. almost, you know. I like um I like physical copies of stuff. Like, you know, I, I, but I mean you were just watching a fucking show that before on Netflix, I wouldn't ever have to rent the DVDs or something, yeah. right? Yeah. But like I'm gonna talk about it. Oh, I'm sorry. Like when I when I play a video game, like I hate downloading it, like I'm paying the fifty bucks, you know, or whatever it is. Because I like to I'd rather have the actual copy. Because if I have the copy of the game or like the disc of the game, I can use it in any PlayStation, right? Was it being on my PlayStation cloud? I mean, my PlayStation or the, my cloud for my PlayStation, you know? I can't play that game at a different PlayStation. I have to take my console or whatever. You see what I'm saying? So that's mm-hmm. why I like having physical copies. It's not like I'm going to people's houses playing video games anymore or anything, but, but like, so I you like. do with your bros. Yeah, like you know, I like I like um I like the physical copies. Party of stuff. night. Yeah, right. <laughs> now that's nerd shit. When I used to play Madden all the time, like you know, I always wanted to play on my PlayStation only, and people were like, no, I got PlayStation. Just bring your just bring your disc or whatever. Wait, so you wouldn't play on someone else's PlayStation? No, because I think, I thought they might be cheat. They have like a cheat code set up into it or something. <laughs> Oh, you got to trust issues. Maybe, maybe, but you never know. They could, and, and they would always want to give me the bullshit controller. So I would always make sure to go where the PlayStation area was first and choose my controller before they even got, came came do back you, there. Do you do gaming online? I do. I play uh, Madden online. Um, do you, are you on like um, what's it, Twitch or whatever? No, I want I want to set up a a thing where I, where I where I play it and people can watch me play, you know, and stuff like that. You can do it with the camera we're getting. Oh yeah. yeah, one of my friend Patty, his son I. is his son is um, a big internet gamer and apparently is like kind of popular on Twitch. Um, he spends all of his time in the shed on Twitch. What do you call it? Um, I just saw on the commercial appeal yesterday, like uh, or Thursday, the front page. 
the first the story was about it had a picture of this guy on a computer, right? Uh, uh, on a uh, on I'm um, sorry on PlayStation. The guy is is joined the the Navy to be part of their esports team. That's how big this has gotten. Does that make your pussy wet, Michelle? Hearing a guy talk about like video gaming. It's fucking Sandy. <laughs> but no, I'm just saying, like, isn't that crazy? Like how big it's become. I will. Say I mean, to that each that their own, I man. Will... That's just nothing I was never passionate about. Right, but like I, you know, I so this that's a that's a big turn off for me. Is, <laughs> <that game laughs> now, what if he fall, pulls up like in a at a Ferrari though? Oh, she'd be like, hey, I like I'm games not, too. Pac Man. I don't give a shit about a Ferrari. But what did your what did your friend say? I can be broke on my own. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I could yeah. be broke on my own. Why be? Yeah, no, I don't know. There's something I don't know. I guess because I'm I'm not into video games, and then I just people that spend hours in front of video games. It just yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah, I, I was never a big video game person. I only got one console. I got the first Nintendo, and that was it. Yeah. Never had like a Game Boy or anything else like that. Yeah, we had a Nintendo, and then we had the the original. Um, Mario game. We had Duck Hunter, and that was it. Me and too. Then, and then my mom bought me a Sega, and I had Sonic the Hedgehog, and that was it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never had any of that other stuff. Yeah, I mean, I'd go to like Blockbuster. That was when you could go to Blockbuster, and you could like rent a game. That was so much fun. Like mm-hmm. every after school on Friday, I would wait till my parents got home, right? Or sometimes we would just walk when they opened up the Blockbuster closer to the house. You know, mm-hmm. we would just walk me and my friends. Me and Dosh would go together or ride our bike, and uh, we'd uh, rent two games. And then when we went separate ways back to our houses that night, you know, like after we got on playing all that all day and night, like I would take one game and he would keep one game. And the next day, because you could keep the game for like three days, so and then and then, then dude, we used to play. Oh, you feel like get lamer. <laughs> my friend, one of the guys in my apartment complex, was our dungeon master in D and D. We literally. I have friends that play D and D. We literally. It's not like a video game. Though. No, no. We literally woke up every single day at like five o'clock in the morning. We'd go to his apartment with his, you know, his parents. You know, we'd go to his house. We'd literally sit in his house till like one o'clock at night playing D and D. We did this for like two summers straight. Fucking wild. I know, right? Out of control. You were, uh, I was had to look it up to make sure I got the right name right. But did you ever watch Black Mirror, the episode where the two guys are playing the video game together, Striking Vipers? Uh-uh. Mm-mm. It's that Anthony Mackie guy that's like that soldier. Falcon, yeah. yeah. He, it's him and some other guy. And there's a game that they put on like this little thing you put on your head and it makes you actually inside the game. Mm-hmm. And one mm-hmm. was a man and one was a woman and they started fucking each other <laughs> inside the game. <laughs> and they were basically having an affair inside the game. And mm-hmm. then like they go to like they're like, "Man, I really love playing this game with you because you know, they have this like connection." It's like a it's like you two characters, you know, it's a man and a woman. And uh he's like, "Man, I loved it when you were inside me and <laughs> all this other shit." And then they're like are we gay? And they're like, let's kiss to see if we're gay. And they kissed like in real life. And they're like, okay, we're not gay. And then they stopped playing the game. There was a movie about a virtual reality romance. Uh, oh, uh, she. 
Yes. With uh, her. Joaquin, oh, her, her, her. her. Walking Phoenix, yeah. right? Yeah. I never that's watched a, that. That's a dude with a computer. I'm talking about two dudes mm. that were fucking each other in a game. They're experimenting. Hey, Mikey, come here. <laughs> <laughs> that was you and Donish. <laughs> that's where I was going with that. Uh, whatever. <laughs> Jonas, come touch my joystick. <laughs> Wow. I have uh, a friend of mine has one of those uh, virtual reality goggles. Oh, Oculus? Thing. Yeah. yeah, and I I put it on, you know, you can put like what kind of atmosphere you're in. And I think it was like, I don't know, we were eating mushrooms. So I don't know, remember exactly what it was, but it felt like I was in like a, like a cave, but it was like um, almost like an outer space cave. Mm-hmm. It was kind of cool, but it just, it felt really weird because it's like, you know, your sensory as far as like your touch, it's like I know I'm sitting on a sofa right now. Yeah. But then like if I do this, I'm like touching out into the ether, you know? Mm. It's very strange. I wonder if it's kinda of like what I described my DMT experience like. Like I yeah. knew I was there, but I felt like I was somewhere else. Yeah. Cause you know, you're seeing all this shit and your brain's taking it in and it's like, what the fuck am am I experiencing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that because I think Facebook owns Oculus now. Mm. What don't they own? Man, that guy's taking Fuck over. Fuck Mary Kill, Zuckerberg's going down. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Zuck. Do you think um do you think that Melinda Gates divorced Bill Gates because he was involved with Jeffrey Epstein? That could that, I saw that she tried to start the proceeding like a couple years ago, they were mm-hmm. saying. But also, I heard that he like had a girlfriend. Yeah, so he has a woman that's been his first girlfriend before her. Yeah, that he still he like gets, once a year. He gets or to go. He gets to go on a trip with her once a year. Was he fucking her? Or yeah, he on a trip yeah. No, they, they were. Oh, that was like a part of their deal. That was part of the, her, him and Melinda's deal. Yeah, that that came out a couple weeks, like you know when all this was going on. I mean, if you're that wealthy, do you think you should be able to get other women? I mean, she's having a good life because of what he created. I mean, it's, let's go back to what your friend said. I'd rather be broke by myself than not with somebody else. You know, I mean, how much money? That's like unfathomable amount of money that they have. I guess it would depend on how the other person in the relationship feels about it. If they're cool with it, then sure. Do you think that she was probably fucking on the side too? Probably not. He probably wouldn't allow that. If she's a smart lady, she would be. Do you think Bill Gates would be a good fuck? No. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Talk nerd to me. I mean, maybe he's really. I wouldn't imagine so. Maybe he's really attentive. He's Mm. like, did you know that the quadrant. (laughs) (laughs) Like he found the best way to eat pussy or something. Maybe. Who knows? I mean, with that kind of money, I guess you could get a. Just like with a lot of money, you can stay young forever. You can learn how to do the business Mm. i wonder what their sex life is like or was like who do you think would be a better fuck then not a fuck mary kill but just a better fuck a billionaire one zuckerberg bill gates bezos bezos probably number one you think Jeff Bezos? He just is looks world? cool, man. The other, the other one's a fucking machine. Okay, he's a fucking robot, Zuckerberg, and like Bill Gates just looks like he still looks like a fucking nerd. Okay, like 
Bill Gates had a, a mugshot, though, man. Yeah. He's a little wild boy. Bezos just he's the kind of guy that like he's he he looks kind of sleazy looking, but you can tell that he has better game mm. than the other two for sure because he's not he's not so nerdy looking. My buddy sent us a video of like how <laughs> how his laugh has changed since he's gotten more money. It was first. It was like really soft, and now it's like, <laughs> so oh my god, <laughs> that is such a creepy laugh. He's like, ha, he's, got that, he's got that powerful laugh. Uh, and it's like, ha 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 ha. He's it laughing It definitely did change though from <laughs> the beginning to what it is now. Yeah, dancing is that one day, and I was like, this is fucking great. He, he's he got powerful. Oh god, what would you do with all that money? First, pay off my student loans. <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's like a one second worth of time. Yeah. Right? <laughs> well, that that would be the first thing I would do. <laughs> Second thing I would do: buy a house for my dad and my sister separately. Buy a house for me in a couple of places. Do would you travel? Family. Yeah, for sure. Would you still want to work? I hate when people say they still want to work. It's like that's such bullshit. You're not gonna fucking work. I think I would definitely look into starting a business whether i was involved or silent or not like i would do hobbies but i don't want to i don't want to fucking work every day if i don't have to um i don't know i enjoy a little bit of i would enjoy a little bit of work still i wouldn't want to not have but i'm saying like what if you could like travel anytime you wanted to or like you could start a nonprofit or something like that or charity of course you know and just not take a salary that's work yeah but yeah Working towards something. What would you versus do? Versus just that? being like, I gotta wake up today and go to Pilates. <laughs> what would you do with nice that money? Me? Yeah. I don't know. I'd travel. I'd buy stuff. <laughs> um, so detailed. What kind of stuff? Um, Video games. Would you buy that system that you and Dyrus would do striking vipers together? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I would buy. Striking vipers sounds like. <laughs> I don't know. I'd buy like houses and you know, like land. I'd buy land. Mm, what are you gonna do with the land? Oh. You're already wealthy. Yeah, I'll be more wealthy then. You know, you gotta get a, you gotta get a portfolio going. You gotta have land, real estate. You gotta have art. You know, so just buy all that kind of stuff. You can buy an NFT for sixty nine billion. Mm-hmm. Would you Would you buy a bar in Memphis? Yeah. Would you worry about losing money, or would you just not give a fuck? I wouldn't care because when you're that rich, you're not going to lose all that money. You know? Well, you then people are going to just steal from you then. Yeah. And then you're just always pumping in money into the business. So it's not going to be profitable. So what's the point of having a business if it's not profitable? But I don't think I would, you'd even notice it because you're making so much on the money that's in the bank already that, you know. But I'm saying you're going to, the money's going to come from somewhere if it's not coming from profits. Right. <laughs> You don't need a bar. Let's just, <laughs> that doesn't sound like a good business move for you. If I was that wealthy, I would definitely travel. I would. Um, would you stay in Memphis? Yes. But I would just travel places like maybe a month at a time. Mm-hmm. And then come back home and then just reset and then just do what I wanted to do. And then travels just like I, I think that's just a cool thing is just you can just pick up and go. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, like right. I said, I said this earlier, freedom is money. Money is freedom. 
Like it gives mm-hmm. you the opportunity to do stuff on your own time and your own dime and not have to worry about like, uh, obviously money doesn't make everybody happy. That's why there's a lot of, a lot of miserable people with money. Mm-hmm. But I think, like I said, the freedom is, is the beautiful thing. I've seen a lot of, a lot of people on like dating sites and they'll be like, what's the craziest thing you've ever done? It's kind of amazing how many people say like, you know, quit my corporate job to go on a long road trip mm. around the United States. I think that would be cool. Like get like a Winnebago or something. Actually, Alex Elliman, her friend, yeah. uh, Judy and Brad, I think, or I don't know. I mean, I think your name is Judy. Well, anyways, he he finally retired from FedEx. I mean, from a UPS after like twenty five years, right? Mm-hmm. They bought a Winnebago or something like that, or RV Streamline, whatever the thing's called. You know, they bought something like that, and now all they're doing is just driving around. They 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 left Memphis in their little thing, and they they've made it to Texas now. They've stopped like ten different places already. Yeah, I mean, like you don't have a time a time yeah, frame. So they, you know? and they live in the Winnebago thing, you know, because yeah. they, like they just they and they're just traveling and they just pull their jeep behind it with the little tow thing. Have you seen the the movie um, the Nomad or Nomad Mm-mm. Mm-mm. with um, Phyllis McDermott? Is it good? Yeah, it's a it's a bleak movie. Um, it's pretty bleak, but it's really good. I think it's a Sundance film. Um, but she just like her husband passes away and she becomes a nomad and it's just like about her just being a nomad. It's just very bleak, but Mm. it's really good. She meets like a community of other travelers. They all have like, you know, either vans or Winnebago's or trailers or whatever. And they just meet up like once a year in the desert. Mm. Yeah. I watched a movie called the wrath of man the other day. I watched a movie called the marksman. And I watched another movie called The Honest Thief. Two of them had Liam Neeson in it. Mm. Was he chasing people and killing things? <laughs> trying to find his daughter? Yeah, of course. So in the man the the Marksman movie, he has some land like by the border, and these people like illegal aliens are coming over because like some cartel is on the trying to kill this family because their uncle stole some money. So, anyways, they come over and he's like gonna call the Border Patrol that the he found these illegal people and then the the cartel people come over and they're like start shooting and he shoots one of the brothers and then they're like come over and they're trying to kill him. They burn down his house and he's got to try to take this kid to um, Chicago and stuff like that. It, you know, it's a typical like shoot him up type movie. Yeah. And then the other one, the honest thief is the other Liam Neeson movie. And he's this big time heister. He like. Stole like nine million dollars, and he meets this woman at a storage unit. And he falls in love with her, and so he's like calls the police, and he's like, "Hey, I want to turn myself in because I want an honest life with this woman. I don't want to always feel bad. Her pussy must have been fucking amazing." And like, so he like they they don't believe him because there's like a lot of people that are like, "Oh, you know, we have a I can't remember the some kind of bandit or some whatever," and they're like. We don't believe this guy. So these two, they send these two younger like FBI agents over to his hotel to talk to him. And so they go and look at the unit where he told them all the money was at. And they come back and then they were going to kill him and keep the money. And they end up killing this other FBI agent. And there's a whole thing where he's got to shoot some people and Mm -hmm. blow some stuff up. And then the, 
the Man of Wrath or Wrath of Man, one or the other. I can't remember. It's a uh, what's that guy's name? He's the he used to drive the the Audi car in all those movies. Hobbs and Shaw, Jason Statham. Mm. He's oh in this yeah, movie. it's a it's a Guy Ritchie movie. He's sexy. Yeah, he's a good looking dude, mm-hmm. and he works for they like rob uh, armored trucks. And he ended up working for this company because they ended up killing his son, and now he's got to get revenge. And that was out of the three of those movies, that was probably the better one. Wrath of Man, I think it's called. Wrath of Man. Mm-hmm. They all sound so intense. Well, I mean, it's shooting up movies, you know. Man shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you see anything? I've been watching. Uh, I finished watching uh, season eight or six or something like that of uh, Supergirl. And what's, what's that? Supergirl? Yeah. It's a show. Supergirl. I don't know it. I don't oh, know it. It's, um, it's like Superwoman or Superman, but a girl. Yeah, it's right. Supergirl. It's called Supergirl. And uh, it's, you know, it's her life in Metropolis. And then uh, I started wa- finishing. Um, Is it action? Yeah. It action? It's a lot of action stuff, you know. Okay. Uh, then I started f- watching. Um, I picked back up Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. because uh, I forgot about the show, actually. Mm-hmm. And then I'm episode, season six of eight or something like that, or seven or eight, something like that. I'm gonna does the Supergirl that. show still come on, or is it canceled? I think it's 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 it had eight seasons, mm-hmm. so it's finished now, yeah. But, like, it's pretty entertaining. I enjoy it. I, I do, when I'm doing my cardio is what I watch, I watch these things. But then today, I, I watched it on the air mm-hmm. at home. Um. I do want to finish watching. Um, I'll finish watching WandaVision and Winter Falcon and the Soldier. Winter Soldier. I'm sorry, the Falcon and Winter Soldier. I finally finished watching that. Uh, those are really good. Um, that's it, I think. I've been watching that kind of stuff. I just watched um, Mayor of Easttown. It's Kate Winslet, and it's based in like Philadelphia. Delphia, so they have that really strange accent. Um, but she's like a detective. It's like a murder mystery series. Is it good? Yeah, I liked it. You guys are all action. I'm all murder. Yeah. Do you listen to the murder podcasts? I don't know what my they're favorite, called. True my favorite crime. murder. Uh, is that what it's called? There's like what true crime. Ch- oh yeah, those what are like the, the those are like the most popular podcasts in the world or something like that. That's what Shannon likes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I used to listen to the uh, My Favorite Murder with the two girls. I haven't listened to it in a while. Um, I think I just burnt myself out on it because when it, when I first came across them, I listened to them nonstop. Mm-hmm. Do you ever listen to them and think you could get away with something? Think that I could get away with it? Yeah. Like, do you think know. you could get away with a crime? After like listening to those things, like when you, especially when you see like how stupid mistakes people make. Um, I mean, I think about that if I'm watching something, I'm like, oh, well, no, you shouldn't have done that. That was dumb. You know, I would have done this. You're, yeah, you're leaving evidence behind. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Some people don't have the logic when they're committing their crime to prevent themselves from getting caught. I asked Brad this yesterday. Would you, if you could kill one person a year, like a purge style, would you do it? <laughs> what did he say? He said, "Yeah, he would." Who did he you was ask to... him? Did you ask him who he would kill? He didn't say who. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with probably me. That is roll. Yeah, 
I heard those Purge movies are good. I need to watch them. And they made a TV show about it too. Like it's a couple yeah, I seasons watched now. Them I watched them. Are they good? They're not bad. I remember one day I was at the gym watching it on like the TV on the on the treadmill, you know, mm-hmm. or not the treadmill, but the elliptical. And like, I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And then it said, "Be right back, Purge Two coming up." I saw they got another Saw movie coming out. I think Chris Rock's in it. Yeah, I think it's out. Oh, is it? Really? Yeah, I think so. Also, there's also apparently another Fast and Furious coming. Yeah, out. Yeah, number nine. Oh, I saw that. I think you said this, but they're going to do dinosaurs. Yeah, they're supposed to. So now the creator wants to. Aren't they going to space in this one? I think in number nine, they go to space. I didn't. That's not. I saw the preview come through on one of the streaming things, and it didn't show anything about dinosaurs. No, 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 no. The the guy that does Jurassic Park wants to do a crossover with. Um, With the Fast and Furious? Yeah, that's what I said that's too. Stupid. That's stupid. Yeah. That's a reach. They're all stupid. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, I love how that defin- makes it stupid. Defin- well, I no. I, I, well, Rock the- fucking was holding a fucking helicopter with his fucking arm. Yeah. So the, in the Hobbs and Shaw movie. So uh, so number nine is the last. It's number nine is a part one of the part three part uh, movie finale for the franchise. They have to have three fucking movies for the finale. Yeah, so it's number nine, number 10, and number 11. It's one of those things where it's like, I don't know if you guys got into Shit's Creek, but like the last like special, like the last episode or after the last episode, they kind of interviewed some of the cast and um, Daniel Levy and Dan Levy talked about, you know, they were like, you know, why are you ending this show? It's only, you know, it's kind of been short lived. It's so good. Like you could totally do another season. And they were like, you have to know when a show is done. Like, Go out on the high know- note. Yeah. Like you have to know when the story ends. Yeah. And Fast and Furious. The story ended after maybe two. Yeah. They jumped a shark. You know, it it's probably like ended after half of the first one. I mean, <laughs> yeah. It's like, like Seinfeld. He walked out on top. Yeah. He's like, I don't want to be like old and, you know, like not relatable anymore. I want to go out when it's a high rise story just lingers too long. Then you're like, okay, like what's, what is the point of the show at this point? You're just making up storylines. Yeah. That's like one of the things about Ricky Gervais. He always only does like two seasons of most of his shows. What's the new one? He has God season one. Is this like a show called God or something like that? I forget what the new, I can't remember what it is, but his wife died or something. Have you listened to his new podcast with Sam Harris? No, I didn't know he had a podcast. Yeah, him and Sam Harris. So Sam Harris um, has a pretty big, um, I think I've I've suggested some to you, mm-hmm. Tony. Um, Sam Harris has the Making Sense podcast, and him and Ricky Gervais are friends. Yeah. And they started this thing on the Making Sense podcast where they would just do a phone call, and like Ricky Gervais would ask him just like random stuff. Mm-hmm. And Sam Harris is like a neuroscientist or something. Um, let me see what it's called. I think it's only on YouTube right now. Oh, okay. Um, it's called um, Absolutely Mental. Mm, Because he does say mental a lot. Yeah, well, like, I think the first phone call that he did was on Sam Harris's podcast. He asked him about dreams. Mm. And he was like, you know, what do dreams mean? And like, why am I happy? And he was like, well, explain like a dream that he had or whatever. Yeah, I like Ricky Gervais. He's funny. Mm -hmm. I used to love his show Extras. It was on uh, HBO. I don't think I've seen it. It's really good. You should watch it. He's an extra, like, in these, like, shitty... TV shows and movies and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Uh, it's really funny. That's a good show. And then he did this other one that I'm talking about recently. 
like his wife died. I don't know if they're coming back with another one or not, but it's a good show too. I think that one was on Netflix. I want to say, but um, Ricky Gervais. Yeah, I have to look for that. I didn't know he had a podcast. Yeah, they just started that combo one together just based off of like one phone call that Sam Harris posted on his normal podcast. I'll mm-hmm. be right back. Afterlife. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The Ricky Gervais oh, show. I've, oh, I've seen it. Yeah, it's good. I like it. Did Michelle, did you have uh, some quotes today? I do. Of course I do. <laughs> this is this look. Huh? Oh, no. Are you like zoning out? Yeah, I was zoned out for a second. Sorry. Lay off the drugs, rule. I know, right? Okay. Relish in everything that's inside of you. The imperfections, the darkness, the richness, and light, and everything. And that makes for a full life. Anthony Hopkins. So it's basically just saying, like, enjoy everything, like live your best life. Well, yeah, just to appreciate everything that that's inside of yourself, too. I mean, like your madness, your imperfection, your sadness, your happiness. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think a lot of us don't appreciate little things enough. I kind of like, oh, I think it was we were talking about Hanin earlier. She was saying, like, sometimes she's impatient. And like once things now, like in her career and stuff like that, and mm. you know, you just gotta just take it for what it is, and and also sometimes it's always like you see where they say you wish for the things that you had right now, so like just appreciate the things you have right now because at one time you wanted them, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I don't. Know. I mean, I've found that like throughout most of my life, super impatient person. But the older I get, the faster that time flies by. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like, what, what's the point of being impatient? Cause it's coming, it's right around the bend, you know? Yeah. Like, if you think about like, Oh, you know, next year I'm doing this. That's not that far away. Yeah. It comes, it comes a lot quicker than you want it to. Cause just think about like how 12 years as a child seemed forever to get through high school, oh, middle gosh. school through high school. And then, you know, you've been out of, well, I've been out of high school over 20 plus years now, you know, and, mm-hmm. but during that moment, it's like, ah, is, am I ever going to graduate? You know, it's also like a mentality thing too. And I also, I think when you have a finish line, it seems like it's further away when you don't have something to look forward to. It just kind of just goes, it just blasts by. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why goal setting is really important too. And having like, Things to look forward to. Right. Because it's like, what's the point of living if you don't have anything to enjoy besides just getting up every day and doing this mundane shit of going to work and mm-hmm. paying existing. bills? Yeah. It's not, it's not, it's not what I think we were designed to do. No, but it's definitely the human condition. Yeah. It's like that thing is like, who's the asshole that decided to have two days off instead of, you know, <laughs> three or five days off, you know, work two days. Yeah, well, I think a lot of, a lot of, well, that's just the American way, you know, of like, work hard, work every day. It's the only way you can get what you need, whether it be success or just financial stability. Yeah. But I think a lot of companies are realizing that, you know, people are more productive if they work, say, like four tens, mm-hmm. you know, versus a five day work week. Yeah, if you could, like when I was off three days a week, I took it for granted. Because it was just normal after a while, you know, not like 
when it was a holiday, you look for that three day weekend. But when it becomes a norm, it was just kind of like, okay. And then that, now I don't have it anymore. I was like, fuck, I missed that. Mm-hmm. You know? And so it's like that thing. Sometimes you have to get into that mindset of appreciating the moment and appreciating what you have. And another thing too, that I think would have been different. Maybe if other people would have been off when I was off, mm-hmm. you know, it's yeah. like, uh, I'm the only one like that got to leave for school early that day to go to a doctor's mm-hmm. visit. And everybody and then, else is still at school. Cause you, know? you have nothing to do until your friends get back. Yeah. Right? You know, yeah, because when you were off on Friday, everyone else was at work. It's kind of like when you have and you have to work on the weekends or something, and then you have an off day like on Wednesday or some bullshit. Mm-hmm. Because they try to do that because Knoxville distributorship they they work Saturdays, yeah, and they give them off on Wednesday. They were presenting that year, and I mean, he got shot down. <laughs> Who the fuck wants a Wednesday off instead of a Saturday off? You know, yeah. sometimes it's nice to have a middle of the weekday off, though. Yeah, but not yeah. not all the time. Not all the yeah. No, this would, this would have been a permanent change. Of course, if they decided to do it, then you either do it or you you quit your job, kind of thing, right? Because it would be like a like say like you know, especially here in the south, people love during summer they love going to the lake and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So like everybody's going to the lake, and then you're fucking working on a fucking Saturday, and then you yeah. go to the lake on a fucking Wednesday when no one else is there. Well, that's the thing. They were like you know because they said something about. They said something about like, well, what about like summertime when we go, you know, they didn't say like lake, but they said like going out of town on the weekends and stuff like that. We're not, I'm not going to work, come work on Saturday and go, come back, have to be back on Sunday. Cause that would totally fuck up your entire weekend. Yeah. Every week. Cause you couldn't really go out Friday night cause you knew you had to work Saturday. Right. And then you'd probably be tired Saturday. Uh, not if you just woke up and did some gator tails. Hey, back right again. Go work at that milk place. Oh yeah, go yeah, go work at the milk place. Yeah, but you see, I was like, you know, you're gonna get your shot of coffee when you show up. (laughs) Yeah, like it's just one of those like, why why would they even? Why are they making them do that? Like Mm. that just doesn't sound like something fun, you know? Yeah. Well, probably based on what the company demand was and what the need was. Oh, the need is the one hundred percent. If we worked on Saturday, we would sell more beer. One hundred percent. But I'm not working on. I'm not. I don't want to have to work on Saturday. Like, I don't mind going to do things every now and then on a Saturday, you know, because I can get done on Friday or Thursday, you know. But like, I'm. I'm not. I'm not giving up any of my weekend time. Tell him, girl. Like party. I am. I you. I like to party. You right. All right, Michelle. What's your next one? How many do you have? Three. Okay. Never stand still. Only stand still and long enough to learn. And once you stop learning in that stance, move off. It's Ed Asner. He's an actor. He's the guy that played uh, Santa and uh, he played Santa Claus and Elf. I know so, the name. If I saw his face, I guess I could look him up. Yeah, you recognize him. So it says never stand still what now? Never stand still. Only stand still long enough to learn. And once you stop learning in that stance, move off. Oh, I know this guy. Let me see. Yeah. I think he was on uh, Career oh, yeah. Enthusiasm. Yeah. He, I know he's done a bunch of, like, you know, brief he's, cameos and a lot of shows. Is he, like, always, like, a grumpy guy? Yeah. Or um, he'll just do, like, you know, small pieces. I know he also does a lot of voices on cartoons and stuff. He's been around forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was Mr. Wiener on Kirby and I thought he recognized him. That's another good show. You should watch that if you haven't ever watched it before, Michelle. I haven't ever watched it. Do it. Um, it's the best. 
It's kind of, it's like slapstick comedy, right? No. No. What kind of comedy is it? It's more like Seinfeld on steroids. What show? See, ne- Curb. See, oh, I love that show. I used to hate that fucking show. I was never a huge fan of Seinfeld, though. Did you watch Friends? Yeah. I love Friends. Well, that says everything I need to know. Did you guys watch the newest <laughs> Friends reunion? No. No, I didn't. Maybe I never watched either. this show. I haven't either, but um, I, Roderick posted on his Instagram, and he said it was not good. <laughs> well, I'm glad he's not a... <laughs> Fucking critic of movies and TV shows, and he's a lawn guy, or or he's becoming what a nurse, right? He's a respiratory therapist. Everybody can have their own opinion. Doesn't mean you got to believe their opinion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you like nerd shit, like video games. Oh wait, I thought he was in school for that, or he's not. He's officially one now. He's done. Oh, nice. He still does his pressure washing stuff too. Why can't? Why even if he was a quote lawn guy why can't he have a decent opinion about something whoa why are you getting so defensive for your friend because he's my friend i'm just saying i'm just trying to understand why you he's not he's not in that space he's not in that space to make spitting all that hate oh god (laughs) he's not in that space to make the he's not what makes these people that i don't know the space experts but he did say he'll beat my ass in wheel of fortune though (laughs) <laughs> is this where the beef stands from? <laughs> he's, he's like, man, because I, I said I had said something about the contestant on Wheel of Fortune or something. I was like, how did they not know that? And he was like, well, well you you watch Wheel of Fortune? This was like a couple like a year ago or two years ago. He was, I was like, yeah, man, I'll beat your ass. And he's like, he's like, nah. You just said you told him you would beat his ass. No, no, no. He beat my ass. Like he would beat me in because I could beat him. And then he was like, no way. I would beat you in it every so, time. So I have a face off with him. Yeah. Y'all should watch it together and just be on the phone. Like FaceTime each other. <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah. So go back to the quote again. Stand in place. Was it? Never stand still. Only stand still long enough to learn. And once you have stopped learning in that stance, move off. So it's all, I take that as just like constantly evolving and growing. Like yeah, never just it, be stagnant. Yeah. It could apply to whether you're, um, I don't know, learning a, educational educationally or just normal life experiences Mm. um you know you could say for example like in a relationship like once a relationship's ran its course if it does like you've learned from that it's time to to move on yeah you know don't harp on shit for too long yeah or a job you know if you stop if you're at a job and you're at a plateau and you're not getting anywhere and you want to keep climbing move off yeah what do you think about people that stay with a job because it's comfortable instead of like say they have aspirations to do more in life but they just stick with something because it's a nice paying salary how do you feel do you think that's a good thing or do you think they should take a leap of faith and try what they really want to be passionate about like do you take the security or do you take your passion like, say the person's making like $500,000 a year, right? And they decide they want to do something else that's not going to nearly be that. And they're not happy in the job that they're at. But, like I said, that's a good salary that most people would never attain. Do you think you should take that leap of faith to do your passion? If you're unhappy in your job, yeah. Even I mean, though, like, say, like, if you have financial problems, that might make you unhappy? Um, I guess it, well, I'm, I'm going to say it would probably depend on the individual and the circumstance and what their job is. I, I look, I'm the type of person where 
I'll shovel shit if you pay me the right amount of money. Yeah. And I'll be okay with it. Mm-hmm. That's that's the kind of person I am. Yeah. Um, and I can I can find joy in something that I'm doing. I mean, there's times in my job, especially with me taking this promotion, where like I get stressed the fuck out. Mm-hmm. But I also there's a lot of aspects of my job that I enjoy. It's challenging. Um, I'm constantly learning. Um, I, I enjoy like the wins that I have. Um, are there other things that I could fantasize about doing? Yeah, but like making I don't soap, hate my, yeah, and candles. Like, yeah, oh, but I'm yeah. not gonna. I'm not gonna be make. Oh, and I by the way, I haven't shipped your thing yet. It's in the box. It's ready to go. Everything. All I right. Just gotta slap the get a go to the post office and slap a label on. What's it. that thing? Ship station. I don't have that. Mm, you may want to look into that. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because they, I think with ShipStation, you can find out what the prices are going to be. Like, well, I tried to weigh it because I, I have like a you know USPS account, and so I was just going to like do the label online, which mm-hmm. is what I did with the soaps. Yeah. And I was going to, I tried to weigh it at work on the mailing scale, but it exceeded the weight limit. So I don't mm-hmm. know how much it How weighed. many candles are there? Um, all the, the one, the photo I sent you, however many that was. I don't remember. I, have to go I don't either. Maybe like seven, eight. You, oh, okay. You didn't tell us Michelle was making us candles. <laughs> 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 yes, I'll be using them too. Thank you, Michelle. That's really nice of you. I really appreciate that. We'll send him a Venmo too then. When it's, <laughs> when it's due time. You heard it here first. <laughs> oh, 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 oh! I didn't know I gotta pay for it. <laughs> yeah. I'll just use Tony's <laughs> candles. Thanks, thanks. Tony, Tony's paying for him. Yeah, oh, for I thought I was gonna support her business. What kind yeah. of business? It doesn't even have a name. I don't. It, I, there is none. I just make Montgomery's so- candles. Smelly soap things. smells and s- <laughs> smells. Drag a rag. It's <laughs> yeah, I told her I would support her, so I told her to make some candles for me. Mm. I said the same thing to Kelly, and then she did them, and then nothing else. So. Mm. Have you? Did you ever use the soap, Michelle Gavis? No, I'm weird about that though. You don't like, break out, maybe? I mean, no, 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 it? not that. It's just like sometimes when people give me gifts, I don't want to use it. Mm. Like I have like two candles somebody gave me, and I don't, I refuse to burn them. But like stuff I buy, I'm okay with it. I guess Wait. I like the idea of the. Now I'll use your candles. Are you but, at, like there's a sentimental value? I don't know. It's just a gift, and I feel weird about burning the gift. I don't know. But that's the point of it. That's yeah, just I, I, this, this, you're just also the same person that won't pee on a fucking plane. You're asking for logic when it comes to me. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense why I do what I do. I know I have issues. I'm okay with it. Okay, tell you what, I will did take. Did you use the soap roll? I did. I used one of them. I like the way they smell. I will use the soap tomorrow because my loafah just went out, actually, and I had to throw it away. You, you know, I have another loofah. You leave it in the little bag. It's yeah, in. I know. Okay, That's yeah. what I'm saying. That's yeah. why I was going to use it. I'll use it tomorrow. Well, one of the candles I made you, I, I think I sent you a photo. It's called Panty Dropper. That, yeah, I do remember that one. <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. man. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm looking forward to I love candles because I'm always lighting candles. I like the house to smell good. Yeah, you'll have to tell me um, if the if I put enough oils in them. To smell enough. How many wicks is it? Just one? Well, yeah. So um, most of the ones that I did um, have like a cedar wood wick. Um, yeah, it kind of looked like a like a lollipop stick when I remember the picture you, mm-hmm, or the video. Yeah. I think you did a video. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a wood. St- it's a wood wick instead of the normal like whatever cotton wax wick. Mm. But there's um, two of them that have. Uh, I think yeah, two of them have a normal wick in them. But. Is it messy to do all that? Like, yeah, kind of. You have a certain area you do like on your kitchen table with like a cloth on it. Well, no, I just like I lay down um, like cardboard. I cut up cardboard and lay it on my countertop, and then just in case I spill something. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I have like a separate measuring, um, like a measuring cup because the wax is hard to wash off afterwards. You know. Oh, okay. Hmm. Hmm. The soaps aren't as messy because once that once it liquefies, it's easier to clean up than the wax. Okay. Now, do you have like a set mold you use or, or how do you do the soap? Um, so, yeah, it comes, it's in a, um, like a rectangle wood box with a silicone insert. Mm-hmm. And you pour, um, you just pour the soap in there. And then, you know, that's usually when I'll put the flowers or whatever in the dried flowers. Um, but I put the oils in while it's still simmering. So what's then- the soap made out of? Um, so these, these the ones that I do is called melt and pour. So it comes like in a block, like a one pound block. Uh-huh. Um, and it's either, I do like oatmeal base, hemp base, aloe, uh, shea butter. Um, you can even get like goat's milk. You can get a base of anything that you want. Mm-hmm. But the melt and pour is easier because you, then you don't have to deal with the lye, which is like toxic. And so some people make soaps. They can burn you, right? That's what they, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So the melt and pour is just kind of ready to go. You just chop it up and you put it in the in the pot. You have to like slow cook it. So because if you cook it too high, then it messes with the scents of the oils that you put in it. Wow. it's a lot to that. Mm-hmm. There's good money yeah. in that fucking shit, though. Like soap and, and candles. Yeah. Um, well, and it's the supplies are pricey. It's mm. expensive um, to do as far as like depending on how much you're going to make, you know. Um, but yeah. Do you get this? Did you ever get like a kit off Amazon or do you get it off like some website that's specializing in? So I remember when you told us originally the soap was from some. I can't remember yes. what the name you said was. So like the soap bases and the the beeswax for the candles and even like the candle wicks, the colorants in the soap um, and some of the oils. It's from a company called Brambleberry. That's it. Yeah, I remember and you saying that name. Now. Yeah, they're here in the Pacific Northwest. They're in Washington. Mm. Um, but like I got my molds off of Amazon. Um, all the jars that I use for your candles, I just recycled jars that I had. Oh, okay. So like mason um, jars or whatever? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there's um, one of them's in like a, a normal size mason jar. One's in a little short mason jar. And then the other ones are like little petite jars from this like vegan pudding that I like. Mm-hmm. Um, so I actually, I didn't have to purchase those. I just recycled oh, okay. them from what I had. Yeah. And then I had the labels from the soaps, so I just use those to put on there what the smells are, so you know. Mm. Yeah. You're like Gwyneth Paltrow. Paltrow. What is hers well, like? Goop. What does my pussy smell like? Oh, yeah. What? And, uh, it's like her can. Oh, it's, they don't say pussy, but it smells like my vagina or something like that. She has a candle that's supposed to smell like her vagina? I don't know if it smells like her vagina, but that's what the candle's called. 
Google that for me, please, Jamie. Smell. It's called Smells Like My Vagina. <laughs> yeah. I know this bitch has a candle like in his bathroom. It says smells like cocaine. No, it says please do not do coke in my bathroom. Oh, I thought it, I thought it says smells like cocaine. <laughs> uh, so it's in my bath. It's in my uh, it's in my bathroom, and I, I saw it on I think Amazon or something like that. And um, it Does says it smell good? I've never burnt it. See, I told you, just like me, you don't burn certain. No, things. that's that's like a that's like a that's you yeah. can still have the fucking candle. You can yeah, keep the case. yeah, but I, it says please. But it's gotten wet now, so it's, it's a little smeared. It says, "Please do no, please don't do coke in our bathroom." <laughs> what I thought was really funny was because it's me, and it's you know, it's, it's what's funny. Or you, unless you're going to share, is what it should exactly. Say <laughs> I'm looking up the candle. It's back in stock. It says, uh, "This smells like my vagina." Yeah, interesting. The guardian. Yeah, I think the candles are like uh, the candles are like. They're not cheap. Um, I don't think anything on her goops to site is cheap. I don't know much about it, but I know that people give her a hard time about it. My last fuck candle, $35. That's not hers, though. How big is the candle? Uh, $75. Smell heretic. Um, How big is the candle? 10.5 ounces. That's tiny, right? 7.5 ounces? 10.5. 10.5. That's still not... Yeah, For $75. Yeah, I would definitely not be burning that. Roll, I'm about to... I think I'm about to purchase another one of these map prints. I'm going to get the Memphis one. Oh, nice. I got that one from Tony, and I don't think he really appreciated it. But I love it. It's hanging up, is it not? In the front of the house. Yeah. You know we tell people to go to the back door usually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, you know, it's... Uh, I'll take a picture you- of it when, when we get done. Yeah, I'll what, send it which, to you. what color combo do you have? It's black frame with blue trim on it. It looks good. No, I mean on the print. What's the print? Is it the blue with the white, like the one you got me? The navy on white. Oh white yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's not. It's not blue. Is it not? No. So you're saying like the it, yours looks like a blueprint kind of. So it's it's white print on navy background. Yeah, that's not ours. It doesn't look like that. I'll take a I picture here in a second. The the Memphis one that I'm going to get it's um it's a speckled white background with um blue gray print, mm. and I'm going to get the walnut frame. Yeah, I picked a I picked a blue like blue or black frame like blue trim on the one we have. They didn't have a black frame on there. Oh no, we went to Hobby Lobby and got it done. Oh okay. Yeah. Okay. This framing's expensive as fuck. Yeah, so it is. I have uh I mean I got a frame, I got this print offline, it was like maybe sixty bucks. Mm-hmm. And I went to Michael's to get it framed. And the lady's like, Okay, it's gonna be eight hundred bucks. I'm like, <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? And she's like, Oh, wait, there's discounts. And so she gives me like the discounts. It was still expensive, it was like three hundred bucks. How big is the print? That one's like thirty by forty. It's pretty big. And then I have four of those. I don't know if you'd see me post those Native American prints mm-hmm. that I have. Yeah, they're nice. I think I got the prints for like two something a piece or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think each frame, like four frames cost me like 800 bucks. Wow. So it's like it's it's still not cheap to even get, you know. And then we got Nick. We got some for Nick, too. And it was about the same price, too. And I was like, fuck, man. This is not. 
that's a that's a business to be in. Apparently, I wish I knew how to do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess I probably could find something on YouTube, but I don't want to fuck up the the print I have either. But mm-hmm. if you're, I mean, some prints can't you just buy the frame and put it in there yourself? Not from the people I bought the stuff from. Okay. Like I have, like there's a print I have in my room. It's a big uh, bison, and that one came with. I I was able to buy the the frame with it with the glass, so it, it was cheaper. Because you know it's a bigger company, so they can mass produce that shit. But okay, sorry, I'm going to change directions. So I, I'm just now seeing your text. This is a $75 candle, geranium, citrusy, bergamot, cedar absolutes, juxtaposed with damask rose and amber seed. Well, I'll just make you a candle and put my vagina on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just don't. These, I don't understand. I don't understand why it's so expensive. I mean, obviously it's her, but like. I guess it's more of a novelty thing or like a flex. Like I have a $75 candle. Hey, I don't know. You can get it for four interest free payments at eighteen seventy five. <laughs> that's so ridiculous, man. That's Was okay, that razzle or zazzle or whatever the fuck the thing at the bottom of the thing usually says? Um, the after pay. This is after pay. I don't under, yeah, I don't understand. Like, what is it? What is it made with? Okay. A hundred percent natural unbleached cotton wick. Which requires special attention. Who's got time for that? Well, somebody would fuck you money, probably. Like, it's that Bill Gates money. Sure. Who's going to, yeah, $75 for a candle. This smells like my orgasm rollover. (laughs) Do you think she would be good in bed? With a padre? Sure. She seems like to me, in real life, she's like super annoying. Mm. But again, I don't know her. I don't know what I see. She did date Brad Pitt. Yep. Yeah, what, years ago, decades ago, she's got vibrators on here. She got hot Brad Pitt, like, young, like. Brad Pitt's still fucking No, I'm not saying he's not. I'm just saying, but that was when everybody was like, you want to be. Everybody still wants to be with Brad Pitt. No, not like then. I'm talking about like Theramon Louise Brad Pitt. His friend Leo, you know, has got like the dad bod going on. Mm. Not Brad. Not bad Brad. Look at the, what is uh, from Pulp Fiction? Look at the guns on bad Brad. But he's got demons though. So like, I think they were like. Pitt does? Yeah. He's got, uh, he's got, he's, he's alcoholic. So he's like, really? he can't be too perfect. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> they had to give him something to like level him out with God's everybody like, else. Mm, yeah, you're going to be alcoholic. Sorry, man. He is an alcoholic? Yeah, yeah. he's sober. Yeah, he talks he about was, it. He was an alcoholic? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think you ever not be, I guess, is what they say. You always have the sickness. Being sober is like the new new thing these days. I mean, I've never been a big drinker, oh, so it doesn't... What the really? fuck? That was an ad. Sorry, I was hey, looking. Pu- pu- push your one of your buttons over there. Push one of your record buttons. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see here. What's your other quote, Michelle? Um, you just get the vibes of your surroundings, and it rubs off on you. Gordon Lightfoot. He's a Canadian musician. Like you can feel energy from people, like bad yeah, or good or you, energy. Yeah, good or bad. I always like to say, um, if you hang around, if you hang around a dumpster long enough, you're going to start stinking like trash. 
Mm. Well, I hang out. I hang around with a piece of shit a lot, and I don't think I smell like shit. You know, I'm able His, to. I'm able to were, block it. <laughs> who are you referring to? <laughs> the piece of shit right across from me, Michelle. <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think that is true, though. You eat like, pieces of shit for breakfast. <laughs> yeah. Man, I shit bigger than you. <laughs> yeah, I think that's true, though. You definitely, um, you definitely yeah, can neg- pick up on stuff from people. Yeah, negative, negative energy is contagious sometimes, whether you want it to be or not. I mean, it's draining, especially, especially if you're around it twenty four seven. <laughs> yeah, it's so draining, man. Like I don't, I can't. Michelle, not, you're not helping me out of you. Okay? I cannot. I could. I could never date somebody that was negative as fuck. Yeah, but your vibes. If 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 Tony, what Tony's saying is like this person across from me. Your vibes are rubbing off on him because he gets so he gets so funky and irritated about it. Mm-hmm. Do I now? Don't feed into it. Don't don't let Raul's negative energy affect you by getting. Pissed That's his problem. <laughs> Fuck him. I don't. I don't. In return, become that person. I I push off from his negative vibes. Do you use your satellite eye laser beams? To <laughs> bounce uh, them out. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like I said. Just being around people like that all the time is it's too much, man. It it really is just weighs yeah. on you. I um have a friend that I've known for a really long time and but super negative. Mm-hmm. I mean, just to to the point of like the type of people that you're if you're out in public and they will, you know, just pick a random stranger and and say something like, Oh, I hate those jeans. I hate those kind of jeans or Ugh, I hate that kind of purse. It's like, like, why does it matter that much? Right. Like how, how salty do you have to be to point out something that a stranger has on that you hate so much? Like, yeah, I don't like Ugg boots. I think they're stupid, but I don't point out every person that's wearing them. You yeah. Know? That's like, a, that's the kind of person that would be the person that makes a negative comment on somebody's Instagram or YouTube. And it's just like, you can think those thoughts, but just keep them to yourself. Like, what's the point of voicing that to other mm-hmm. people? Maybe you're not even voicing it to that person, but why even voice it to your friend? Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like, just either change your mindset or just keep it to yourself. Like, don't yes, pollute the the pool because you are you got a bunch of negativity inside you. Right. There, there's another quote that I read this morning. Uh, actually, not this morning, but I... I read it when I was picking out quotes, but it's one that I sent um, on my daily mail earlier in the month or maybe in May. Mm-hmm. Um, let me find it. Do you hear that dog? Jeez. Yeah, it's still going. I feel bad for the dog. Okay. We all carry with us prejudices, bias and judgment built into our minds. Whether or not we act on these prejudices is up to us, though. Truly, we have the power to choose our reactions. We also have the ability to work towards destroying our preconceptions. Mindfulness and compassion helps us with the effort to achieve our spiritual and intellectual evolution. So, yeah, you don't have to always say what you're thinking. You can try and not feed into that that thought. Yeah, it's like. I saw something the other day and it was talking about like how you can start, you can have like a bad thought 
and then you can you need to like try to shift it instead of just letting it fester inside you. But I think there's some people that just don't ever want to make that switch. They just want to keep thinking that way. They just want to keep being like toxic as fuck. And they want people around them like that to feed off too, because misery loves company, as they say. Mm-hmm. So you want other people to to pile on with you and you want to have this 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 group of people to be negative with. And it's just I don't know. I don't I don't think I don't enjoy it. Like <clears throat> it almost seems like it could be like a vindictive personality qual um character. Well, it's like they say, it's probably something inside yourself that you hate, but you want to project it on other people. Yeah, hurt people, hurt people. Yeah. Yeah. I like those. Um, what's your advice for people today? Oh, I always forget to do this one. Um, or do you have like a goal or something or something you want to work towards? People. Um, Are you going? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) You sound like you're going to say something really profound. People (laughs) don't want. Oh, sorry. Cut that part. (laughs) (laughs) You have to now. Don't think or judge. Just listen. You need to do some more listening instead of always talking. <laughs> Are you talking to yourself? Yap, 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 yap. Are you looking at yourself in the fucking computer screen? Hey. So, uh, no, just like, you know, I do it all the time. I, I just talk and talk and talk and talk we and know. talk and talk and talk. That's why you do well on a solo podcast because you can just ramble on. That's true. I do. I mean, I can just talk about the same thing forever, and then you know, I I have to have bullet, I have to have the points of my what I'm going to talk about, though, you know. Yeah. Because I won't remember, so I just ride. Sports ball and video games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. What is your What is yours, Michelle? Do you have something? Be Be present. Ooh, that's good. Um, I think it's important. Sometimes we're constantly in the rat race of thinking of the next thing we have to do or the next thing that we're going to do or we're going to say. Mm-hmm. Um, but being present, I think, is challenging for a lot of people, which can coincide with what Raul said of listening. Um, sometimes people aren't great listeners because they're they're thinking ahead. It's like they say that you're you're ready to reply instead of. Mm-hmm. Listening to what the person is talking about. Yeah. I think it's important too. I mean, you, if you think about maybe, maybe we've talked about this before, so I apologize if it's repetitive, but if you think about what we learn in, in K through 12, we learn memorization, you know, of course, history, science, but we learn how to read. We learn how to write. We learn, com- we do communication classes but there's no courses on how to actively listen. Mm-hmm. And that's why nobody really does it. Cause you're not, it's not taught. Yeah, that is true. There's a lot of stuff that they like skill stuff. That I think people should be taught in school that like social cues and stuff like that, that they definitely don't mm-hmm. they people miss out on. Yeah. Cause you're not always taught that at home. So sometimes you need an outside source to show you something. Yeah. I saw well, I something think- one day and it was like, you know, you can be taught something as a, a child, but as an adult, you should look and see if what you were taught is the right thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you can be taught that things are like not like somebody because they're gay or because they're a different race or religion or something like that. And then once you get out in the world and you start meeting people, then you're like, mm, I don't know if I agree with what that was that I was conditioned to believe be true. Mm-hmm. What were you about well, to say? 
Um, well, just as far as like being taught stuff too, I think things as that may seem simplistic, but they're not, but like, you know, I remember in high school, they had like shop class, but it was an elective. Like, why is everyone not taking shop learning how to create and, you know, weld or like change their oil, um, you know, or build stuff. And then like, you know, you have home ec, but it's a bogus class, you know, like, why is there not, you know, things that they're teaching people to be self, self efficient. I mean, well, yeah. one day that may become a reality where we don't have a choice when this empire crumbles. Yeah. We like to take care of ourselves. It's like they teach mentally challenged people, that kind of stuff. Like, cause you know, so they're, mm-hmm. they want them to be able to get on the world. So they teach them how to right. like grocery shop, pay bills or, you know, cook and stuff like that. But like you said, if you're, you know, I don't want to say normal, but um, not a mentally challenged person. Mm-hmm. You know, you have the choice to take those classes. Mm-hmm. But I mean, as a as an adult, that's something that everybody probably needs to do unless you're going to yeah. you know, always have somebody take care of you. So, like, why would you give it to somebody that's mentally disabled instead of just give it to everybody? Right. You know, well, I guess because if you're if you don't have a mental handicap, then you can figure out how to teach yourself that in whatever, whether you do a you know, video or t- seeking a course or something. You would think that, but then like you see like how there's so many adults that just like are filthy, you know, they don't even know how to take care of themselves. Like they, some people don't even know how to cook. So they don't know how to wash dishes. They don't know how to clean their home. You know? So I guess some of that might be like a mental thing. Some of that stuff is taught at home. Like, you know, it's just learned behavior. Like, I posted this video one time of this person was in, like, the back of a, they were in the, I don't know if they were in a cop car, but they were sitting in a seat. Maybe it was on a bus. And there was, like, a roach in the person's head, like, in their hair, like, cl- mm-hmm. cl- climbing around. And somebody was, like, a cop. And they're, like, I see that all the time, like, in my, on my, my, you know, area that they patrol or whatever. And just a like, ro- roach crawling on people they don't even know it yeah they and you know, know it's just there? like people people that have like bo and stuff like that you know like it's just something that they're so used to because i guess everybody else around them is like that like, have you ever seen do you remember the show joe's apartment yeah with all the cockroaches so. it's an MTV, mtv movie yeah oh okay i think i know what you're talking about yeah it was a tv show yeah it was he lived in like a New York City apartment. And it was just his road, like infested with roaches, mm-hmm. but they were his friends. Yeah, they talked or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I vaguely remember that now. What a weird show. Dude, I don't know. I remember we would get roaches in our house growing up sometimes because they'd come like out of the street sewer. Mm-hmm. Those things were huge. Are those what they call water bugs? Yes. Yeah. But it looks like a, a big ass costume. Yeah. And they fly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, scary. Yeah, those are really bad in the South. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yep. But yeah, I mean, it's just like that kind of stuff. I think like maybe that might give somebody an idea that what they're doing or not taking care of is not normal and mm-hmm. that they should, you know. It's like that would suck to like be the one of those kids because I've had people tell me this before. There's kids that, that will come to your school with dirty ass clothes and that's what their family would put them in because probably that's all they have. Mm-hmm. And then they'll, when they get to school, so the kid won't get bullied or whatever. They'll they'll take the kids' clothes, wash their clothes, put them in some clean clothes. That's what we mm. need to do also with the 
uh, Sunday's finest. But, uh, and then send the kid back with, you know, the clothes they had on or, you know, with the clean clothes. The school will do this? Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. Yeah. Oh, I read this article earlier. Um, this kid in Louisiana was going to his graduation, like high school graduation, I guess. Yeah. And did you see this? I'm not sure which one. I have. So I'll send you the photo. So this kid, the the lady at the, like, when he was going into the convention center was not going to let him go into the, for the graduation procession because his shoes didn't meet the dress code that they had set for graduation. This to me is fucking ridiculous. I remember for my college and my high school graduation, they did the same thing. Like there was a dress code. You wear the fucking cap and gown. And that should be it. Yeah. Shouldn't matter what kind of shoes you're wearing. But this, they said that you had to wear dark dress shoes and this kid comes in like black sneakers with white bottoms. They're clean as fuck. They're like, you know, you know, like the, what do they call it? Athleisure wear, Mm -hmm. wear, whatever. That's like a thing now. And this lady was not going to let him walk in the procession of his graduation because of this. She was giving him a hard time about it. So one of his teachers took his shoes off so this kid could wear them but Mm. i'm sending you the photo of the shoes he had on they're clean as fuck yeah i didn't hear about this doesn't make any sense to me um that a school would harp on this it's ridiculous yeah that's really stupid especially at the end of his career right right i mean they're done he's come on (laughs) it's just like somebody being a cunt you know yeah, that's being really a, being that's, a Karen. That's so dumb. That is sad, though. Speaking of going to school in dirty clothes, I remember in high school once um, I stayed at, at a friend's house and she had a cat and I was going to borrow one of her shirts to wear. And we woke up and like got ready for school, whatever. And then I get to school and I'm like, what is that smell? And I realized that the shirt that I was wearing, her cat had pissed on it. Oh, oh damn. Man, <laughs> I ended up going like that all day. (laughs) I remember one time I went to this girl's house and I had heard that her house was filthy. So I go and, you know, I didn't believe like the story that they were saying, but like I walked in and you smell like that ammonia smell of like, you know, well, no, no, it wasn't cat. I'm sorry. It was just like pee smell. Like Mm. because cat and dog piss is totally different. Oh yeah. Cat piss so much. Cat piss is so much worse. worse. Yeah. Yeah. But you could just smell that the animal and then, like, she was, like, basically, like, a hoarder. Oh. But, like, looking at this person, you would never believe that they live like this. But it was just so... And then it's just, like, after that, you kind of have this, like, tainted vibe, you mm. know? Of But, you know, I think from what I heard, that's kind of how they were raised, like, that kind of, you know, behavior. Yeah. Have you ever watched The Hoarders Show? I try to watch it, but you know, I'm so like neat that that kind of shit just bothers me way too much, man. Yes, yeah, same. I know, same. I watch it and I get like, I want to jump in the screen and just start cleaning out stuff. Like, yeah, it's like I can show. see like maybe keeping like sentimental stuff, but they're like keeping rappers and newspapers. Yeah, it's like and, a lot of different know. shit in that. I was like, what is going like, And you know, it's yeah. like been through the mental, mental health thing of they going yeah. through, you know, like, mm-hmm. how does it get to that point? Well, this is one thing I heard one time. Like they say sometimes people become hoarders because say there's a person like me or you, Michelle, that's really clean. And then we live like a person like this piece of shit right in front of me. 
And then you get tired of always cleaning up after them. So then one day you're like, I'm not doing it anymore. I'm washing my hands of it. And then it just progressively gets worse. And then that's how people, sometimes people become hoarders. I don't know. My dad hoards like mail, like pieces of mail, like, cause you know, he's obviously old school. So every, every bill or whatever statement he gets, it comes in the mail. And he, since I was a child, like we'll just stack that stuff. It's like, because he may need it one day, mm. you know? And I'll yeah. tell him like, especially now you don't need a paper statement. You can get it all online. You can call and have them email it to you. Like you don't, you don't need that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's a, it's a, I don't know why it, it starts with some people like just, I don't know. I, I just, I didn't grow up that way. And I don't know if that's why I'm the way I am or just that. I just never would have been that kind of person anyways. Yeah. Cause I think that's, there's some people that can grow up in the same household as you and live completely different as you too, though. So they, I mean, it is like more internal than external. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I mean, I'm definitely a every, everything in its right place kind of person. Yeah. I just like, I think you just feel better. Like when stuff is clean, mm-hmm. like I love going in my room after, I, after I haven't even left the house, but I come out here, you know, my, where I work out in the front area here mm-hmm. and I'll go back into my room and my bed's made. Oh yeah. You know, or like it, the, before you go to bed, that's, Psychologists say that's one of like the the biggest things that you can like people can start with to make themselves feel better is just make your bed every day. Yeah, I mean, you definitely for me, like I love when I go to a hotel and I come back and the bed is made. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just that good vibe. You know, it's like it's a fresh start. Fresh linens. Yeah. Nothing beats a good pair of brand new clean sheets. But yeah, to like. And like even like dishes, I don't like to leave dishes in the sink. Like Overnight, I'll, yeah, and it's just like no, <laughs> me either. <laughs> no, yeah. I saw this thing. This will be the thing that I I posted it earlier. I believe. Oh, yeah, your advice. It's one. Of the, I think you told me about this uh, page. Good fucking design advice. Yeah, it I says love that uh, page be fucking that. optimistic. If something seems too good to be true. Maybe the fault is in your willingness to accept the truth. Don't align your opportunities with your insecurities. Be an active participant in the events of your life, not a helpless bystander. You are not defined by your circumstances, but you can define your circumstances by your perspective. Where are your decisions leading? Which horizon are you facing? You know you're free to choose, right? You'll never arrive at the desired destination if you're not willing to travel to the right direction. Travel in the right direction. So, you know, it's always like people are like, oh, this is too good to be, oh, this, you know, this is a scam. This is something else. You know, it's like maybe if you don't always think that somebody's out to get you or like, a, you know, there's a gotcha thing at the end of it. Mm-hmm. If you think more positive and, and have like optimistic views about things, then maybe your life will turn around. If you're always pessimistic and think everything is bad and doom and gloom. You're probably never going to have anything good happen to you. Yeah. Well, I think that can go too, in in the sense of like if people use, you know, what's happened to them in their past as an excuse for why they're not like a crutch. Yeah. Or like, you know, why they're not in the place that maybe they want to be of, you know, 
oh, it's because, you know, my parents fucked me up or it's because of this past relationship or whatever. I mean, everybody does that to some extent, but if you let that be your main, you know, decider of, of where you're going in life or how you feel rather, you know, it's like always having that victim mentality. Yeah. Yeah. Woo is me. Yeah. It's like, it is, there's some things you definitely can't control, but it kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier about at some point, if you're taught something or something's done to you, you probably have to like either get away from that environment or change your mindset. Yeah. And like I said, that it's probably easier said than done, but it starts with one step. Yeah. You know, either getting some help or getting, like I said, getting away or being around other people. I saw this other thing the other day. I, I sent it to my buddy and I loved it. It said, um, let me find it. Why didn't you send it to me? You always send me the good stuff. It says, uh, networking is so underrated. You can literally get rich by hanging around the right people. That's true. Because, you know, like they say, like, you know, you're some of the people you hang out with. Mm-hmm. And if you're hanging around a bunch of people that aren't trying to do shit or they're, they're just, they like you said, they're always trying to blame someone else for their circumstances. And you might just fall back into that and not try to, you know, it's that whole crabs in a bucket mentality mm-hmm. where you're trying, you might be trying to grow and they're like, no, come back down here with me, you know? Yeah. But if you have uh, people that are trying to pull you out of that fucking bullshit that you were in and show you ways to, to make your life better and to do other things, I think it really is mm-hmm. like, if you hang, like you said, if you hang around shit, you're going to smell like shit. Yeah. True that. Well, I think too, like no matter like, whatever your objective is, right. Or whatever your goal is, if you surround yourself with that, you're going to succeed. I mean, like Chris is an example of that, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, for as long as I've known him, he's been setting the pace and the tone of where he's, he's envisioned himself to be, you know? Yeah. And what he's wanted as far as whatever his success looks like, you know? Yeah. I think like, you know, you got to be willing to eat shit, as they say, to get to what you want sometimes. And as long as like you're you're driven and determined to get that, I think you'll probably get some of it. You may not get everything, but I mean, a tiny win still a win. Yeah. You know, but yeah, that guy's definitely on a trajectory to do pretty impressive things. I mean, he's just he's just one of those type of people, though, man. He's always been like super charismatic and, mm-hmm. you know, that 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 helps him out to get to, it's. There's like, I, I told them earlier, it's like, just because somebody works nine to five doesn't mean they're not a hard worker. There's a lot of people that work really hard to work nine to five, but there's got to be something else into you that gets you to that next level. And I'm sure there's people that are better singers and better looking than him, but they're not going to get to where he is because he's got that drive. Right. He won't quit yeah. until he gets it. Mm-mm. He's like Rocky. There's like this thing with Apollo Creed and Rocky are fighting. And I guess Rocky two or something maybe. And he keeps knocking them down and Rocky gets up at the very end. And then Apollo created like, you can see it in his face. He just feels defeated. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what the fuck is this guy? Like a Terminator, you know, this guy will not quit. And then he comes back and he beats Apollo Creed. Mm-hmm. Chris is going to be like on his deathbed when he's like a hundred and on a respirator with some chick with her boobs out and skittles <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, guy. it's kind of funny. We talked to him about both podcasts today. Yeah, 
He's a topic of conversation. Yeah. Apparently, he I, he made Hanin's he made Hanin's pussy wet when she watched his video. Uh, she didn't actually say that, but I'm just going to title that of the, the episode. <laughs> you're imbe- you're you're exaggerating. Yeah, I'm. I'm uh, well, that's the that's the vibe I got though too. Yeah, but like he had oh, like he video? did some. It's like a watermelon sugar high, like the Harry Styles song. He did a video I for it. it. I didn't. I didn't see it. I'll send it to you. I'll send yeah, it to your Instagram. It. But it's like uh, it's, it's like a, a Harry Styles song. Yeah, it's like so watermelon it's sugar high. And is he is Chris singing it? No, he's just fucking. Dancing <laughs> <to it? laughs> he's Was just, he just like grinding in the camera? He's with some girl, and they're oh, okay. like, um, okay. I haven't seen it. They're doing some uh, risque things, I should say. I see. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it. Yeah, it might make you moist when you watch it. I don't. I don't. I don't even know if I've heard any of Harry Styles' music. You'll know, know this song. I just sent it to you, but yeah, you'll you'll know the song. It's very popular. Raul says he listens to it every day. <laughs> yeah, I listen to it like all the time on the radio. It's on the radio, fucking. I don't know this song. It's got watermelon on our babes. Yeah, it's very uh, it's very sexual driven very video. Exotic. Yeah. Because my friend Brad always talks about that song. He's like, it's about eating pussy. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And then I watched the video, the actual, his actual video, the Harry Styles video, and you can tell it's about sex. I've never heard this song. Yeah, I guess it was popular like last year, maybe. Okay, I'll watch that. Oh, it's only like, it's almost over. It's a butt. Is this in one, is this in one of his houses? Honestly, I don't know. It's catchy. Yeah. But now he's like making like OnlyFans content. Oh, is that what it's for? <laughs> no, but that's what it looks like. Yeah. It's very. Maybe, that's his, maybe he does do OnlyFans. I asked him one time. I said, "Hey, why don't you do an OnlyFans? Because you know, you take pictures with all these girls. They're nude. You might as well make some money off it." And he he was like, "You know, I, he's kind of weird because he's kind of conservative about certain things, you know." And he was like, um, "What? You know, he's kind. They're they're Catholic." Him and Nick kind of, they kind of teeter on that line. I probably take this part out. But Catholic guilt. Yeah. And uh, he's like, nah, I, I, because I, he was hanging out with this girl who's like a porn star, like a legit porn star, because she was supposed to do the podcast. He was just friends with her. He didn't, he didn't hook up with her or anything. But I was like, I was like, yeah, you should like put that content that you have on Instagram, but uncensored on OnlyFans and sell it. Mm-hmm. And he didn't want to, he said he couldn't do it. Cause I don't know if he thought I was like telling the fuck these girls. Like, I don't want to see your dick. <laughs> <laughs> like, you sure? You sure you don't? No. What time? Uh, you I saw his let's, dick. Let's, let's, bet, let's end I the bet. podcast. I'll tell a story. Okay. All right. We love you lots. Bye. Bye. See y'all later.